And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Flashback Friday. I'm your host, Mike Lutz. Uh, we have another theme for this week. This is final episodes, and we're going to kick things off with Sheer Darkness number 43, The End Has Arrived. This episode is the surprise conclusion of Terry's run on Sheer Darkness. In this finale, Terry talks about his life and why he's leaving the show. Greetings, everyone. I am Terry D. Shearer. I bid you welcome to the final episode of Sheer Darkness. Now, before I get into why this is the final episode, I'm just going to say that I'm doing a solo gig again tonight. <clears throat> Mainly because I uh, didn't really want to have to sit across from Dave. I'm talking about this episode. I just don't think I'd be able to have someone staring at me on my say a bunch of weird shit or anything. So it's just me and the dog in here tonight. And dog is pretty much stuffed, so he's sleeping there. Anyway, so what the fuck? Where am I leaving? Well, it's been a rough two months for me. Um, I've had depression problems for my entire life. And in 2004, I had a... Uh, uh, well, I uh, came down with uh, PTSD, you know, and since that time, it's been even harder for me to uh, function in a quote-unquote normal fashion. The past six months have been just extremely bad for me. And several things have happened that have uh, increased or made this disorder worse. And I just feel it is time for me to bow out gracefully while I still can do so gracefully. You know, I uh, said last last week, I think that I was going to stop writing, which I've stopped writing, and I uh, recorded the last news, views, and reviews, the Reaper Rick episode, a couple of days ago, and this will be my last podcast tonight for uh, Jay Zaman. 
you know, this could be temporary, you know, um, but at this point, I just feel that uh, I need some time to dwell on myself a little bit and find out if at all possible, if I can come back from this. We'll see what we'll see what happens. I've had uh, a couple of really bad weekends lately. And just things have gone downhill dramatically in the past six months. It's just been one dramatic episode after another, and I am extremely tired and frustrated by this. Uh, episode or this, these numbers, the number of episodes, the many episodes that have occurred recently that have just left me feeling so drained and uh, emotionally unavailable, basically. So, yeah, I'm going to have to say goodbye after this episode again possibly for the time being but at least for now and <clears throat> part of you know this this whole situation well actually you know it started three years ago three and a half years ago now when I uh, moved up to Idaho and was nearly killed in that uh, road accident in Nevada. That was not uh, that was not fun at all, and it took me uh, so long to uh, recover from all that surgery and everything. So, and then of course the move to Idaho itself was a freaking disaster that just made things worse and then uh, six months ago when I felt that I just had to get out of Idaho I made another disastrous uh, decision and uh, left Idaho moved back to Orange County California and, uh, well, I, I thought that was going to be a good move for both myself, my wife, and my dog, and my birds. It turned out to be anything but good. It turned out to just be a fucking disaster of the highest magnitude. So that didn't help either. And it just kept getting worse, you know, it's like once you start rolling downhill, you just build up speed and keep going and keep going faster and faster and faster, and uh, I was just becoming more and more bruised and beaten and damaged by the whole situation. Um, <clears throat> you know, and just one thing after another. Um, made things worse. So, 
being down there was not uh, a good move at all. So in August, I guess, I uh, left Orange County again and moved back up to the high desert <clears throat> where I'm currently uh, mooching off of uh, Dave and uh, his wife. At least that's what my mother called it. She wanted to know who I was going to be mooching off of, and I told her, she says, well, you got to mooch off when that ends. Oh, wait, I'm not supposed to be <clears throat> doing that kind of thing. So, um, anyway, um, things have been, you know, good here, but I haven't been. I haven't been good. I've been uh, just myself, so that didn't, that didn't work out too well. I got still here, and I'm usually in a good mood, but uh, more and more frequently, my depression has just kicked in big time, and go two, sometimes three days, just, you know, unable to talk to anybody, just because I just feel so bad. And that's not fair to, you know, Dave and his family. So I try to, you know, stay away from everybody and just stay locked up in my room. And I'm sure that's not good for me, either. But, uh, it's a situation where I just don't want to interact with anybody. <clears throat> and so that's pretty much what I'm going to do. Um, and while this podcasting may not seem like I'm interacting with anybody, because I'm just talking into a microphone, I'm actually interacting with thousands of people out there who for whatever reason, listen to these podcasts. And while I appreciate that very much, thank you so much to everyone who has uh, you know, wasted an hour a week just listening to me, <clears throat> or to read the Rick, or both. Uh, and I, I really do appreciate it. I'm sorry if I'm being cynical or anything. It's just, uh, that's just the kind of situation I find myself in. But yeah, I, I'm interacting with people And even this type of interaction is difficult for me to do now. It's become more and more difficult as the months have gone by. Um, I was doing pretty well uh, during the summer months. You know, when I first got back down to Orange County, I was pretty happy. And I was doing pretty well, and that faded pretty quickly. And it became more and more difficult for me to, again, interact with anyone, even people I can't see. <laughs> That's you guys out here, by the way. So, I need the time to myself. I assume, I mean, I'm not getting this from a qualified doctor or anything, I'm just 
I medicate myself a lot, by the way. So, <clears throat> since I'm not doing well with interacting with people, I figure, well, if I stop that, then maybe things will get better. We'll have to see. I, uh, when I first got up here to the desert, I was, uh, so tweaked out, stressed out, depressed from uh, just the two and a half months I was down in Orange County that I just, I was a, a wreck. I was a wreck, okay? And, uh, well, I thought I was starting to get better. The, uh, the depression seems to be catching up with me for whatever reason and so I need time to perhaps work that out to certainly uh, come to grips with the situation so I will be departing from the airwaves at least for the time being and I hope that uh, you guys will continue to listen to something <laughs> uh, there are other uh, excuse me there are other episodes on the Jasonod uh, podcast network that you, you might find intriguing in the meantime, <clears throat> but uh, for myself, I think that uh, it's I've run its course. I've run my course on this, and need some time to wind down, perhaps. So, and I appreciate everyone for listening. Wish you all the best in your future listening endeavors. All right? And, uh, you know, if you feel like it, you can drop me a line, you know, or whatever. I'm on Facebook, Terry D. Shearer. And you can also go to the uh, jazomon.com home page and there's an area for leaving comments or questions or whatever you'd like to leave. <clears throat> but, uh, well, anyway, so um, the only other thing that I uh, really wanted to talk about tonight was uh, the situation that has uh, brought me to this point and I remember that I've done uh, close to 90 podcasts uh, in the past 11 months um, I think it's this year 44 45 and I did 44 45 for news views and reviews and then I actually did a couple of uh, couple of three sit-ins on, on some of the other programs. 
uh, guest host, guest speaker, whatever you want to call it. So, I mean, I've done around 90 podcasts in the past <clears throat> 11 months. And I remember when I started in January, we were sitting through one of the coldest winters Idaho had ever experienced. You know, and I was not uh, happy at all with that situation. But uh, podcasting was... Uh, it was kind of fun. It was a, a nice break from trying to stay warm all the time. Granted, I didn't know what I was doing. Never done podcasting before that. And it took me a few episodes to uh, figure out kind of what I, what was going on. But I had fun with it. You know, it was a uh, yeah. It was it was fun. It was something to do. Enjoyed talking to people, even if I couldn't see them. Um, but Idaho was really, really, really wearing on me, and uh, we just really, my wife and I, just really wanted to get the hell out of there. <coughs> Excuse me. So in May, in May, when. Uh, I found out my mother was going to require surgery and she was going to be uh, stuck in bed for a few days while she recovered. Um, God, I don't know why I suggested this. Still, well, yes, I do. I know why. I suggested that I move down there and take care of her, stay with her and take care of her while she recovered. Because I mistakenly thought that, moving back to Orange County, my old stomping ground, you know, would be the cure for whatever was ailing me. I wanted to get back on my home turf, you know, somewhere where it was warm, for one thing, and where it was usually sunny, and, uh, you know, whatever. I had a lot of memories from down there. So, we, all of a sudden, I mean, like, in, within four days, four or five days, uh, we made the decision, and we were gone from Idaho. Uh, yes, my mother uh, loaned me the money to make the move. I had to run a big old truck, and... Uh, load the house up and load up the storage shed and get all that shit down across three states and I don't know how many hundreds and hundreds of miles it was but anyway it was a, a difficult difficult effort and I did most of it by myself my uh 74-year-old neighbor from next door up there uh, came over and helped me load up the storage shed. It took us four hours to load it up, and I know it would have taken me eight or twelve to do it by myself. And then <coughs> my mother wanted me down there like on Wednesday or Thursday. Well, she didn't even send me the money until Tuesday. So then I had to rent the truck, and then I had to start packing the truck up and everything. So I 
I, uh, I left Friday evening. I left Idaho Friday evening. And I had been up since like 5 o'clock in the morning, packing and getting everything ready to go and shit. So I pull out of Idaho and I drove 16 hours, you know, straight through and arrived at uh, probably, let's see, I don't know what time I left. But anyway, it was uh, around five or six o'clock in the evening. So I'd been up since five o'clock Friday morning. So that's what, 24 and 12 is 36 hours I'd been up driving. And, uh, you know, I hadn't even seen my mother for 10 years, more than 10 years. You know, I hadn't even seen her since I had been diagnosed with cancer. Um, so I, I, I'm dragging all this shit up to the fourth floor, and I, you know, I'm knocking on the door and everything. And I was expecting a, well, you know, a hello of some sort, and uh, she was already up and out of bed because she'd had the surgery several days before. Um, and she opens the door and looks at me, and all she says is, "Well, you still have that grubby old beard." And then she turned around and walked away. And you know, I thought, well okay, and now if I'd had any sense at all left, if I had been, you know, using my brain properly, but I was, like, really tired and not thinking clearly, I would have turned around and left right that, right at that minute. But no, no, I dropped all my stuff by the door and I went over to her and gave her a hug, which she did not return. And uh, she was pissed off at me because I didn't get there two days earlier. And that was pretty much how the whole fucking two, two and a half months went. Uh, I believe that I got there on Saturday afternoon. I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday night. Um, she was getting ready to go to bed. She finally came over and hugged me. You know, a little bit. And uh, that was the only time the whole two and a half months I was there that she touched me, I think. But anyway, my family was never very demonstrative, you know. Uh, we didn't do a lot of uh, touching and hugging and stuff like that, unless you consider being slapped upside the head once in a while, a touch. But, uh, I was kind of uh, disappointed, let's say, and <clears throat> almost immediately, of course, she started uh, in on my uh, appearance and my clothes, and, um, the way I looked. And, you know, I had to get new clothes, I had to get new shoes, I had to cut my beard, trim my beard anyway, trim it, and it was just... Uh, non-stop barrage of everything I do is wrong. And 
at 64 years old, which was my age. She's 80-something. 83, I think. Uh, it just... It just... rubbed me the wrong way after what I had done to get down there as quickly as I could. And... Uh, it was not a pleasant stay, let me just put it that way. So, as soon as I had made arrangements to uh, come back up to the high desert, I, I left. But in the meantime, and this is something I forgot to mention, because this is another episode that uh, caused things to uh, spiral out of control. I'd been there. Oh, see, my wife, um, she has her own mother down in that area who needed taking care of. So, since I couldn't bring the dog or the birds with me to my mother's house, one of the stipulations of us moving back down there was that the dog and the birds could stay with her mom in her house. And everybody assured me that I'd be fine. Well, I'm, I'm down there for a little over a week. I think it was like 12 days. My wife calls me up and says that I have to come get the dog. Because her mother wouldn't let the dog in the house. And the dog had been tied up in the backyard for 12 days and nights. Now... My pets are part of the family. They get the same treatment everyone else in the family gets. When I heard that the dog had been left outside, oh yeah, it was summertime. The dog's five years old, and he's always been a house dog. When I found out that he had been left tied to a tree for... 12 goddamn days and nights, and the birds had been stuck in the garage for that same length of time. I just went fucking ballistic. And, of course, what was I supposed to do? I couldn't bring the animals over to where I was living, but I had to go get them. Because I was not going to let my dog and my birds sleep outside. So I went and I got, um, well actually I, I had my daughter, my daughter helped me out here. Uh, she found someone who would uh, watch the birds for me. So I had to uh, go get the birds and go get the dog. And we took the birds to, it was actually a florist's shop where they had other birds in the shop, so at least they had company. And the dog, I rented a fucking motel room for the dog. Because I couldn't bring the dog to my mother's apartment, not even for one night. So, and holy fucking crap, did I get shit for that? for renting a room for the dog. Anyway, and then 
I went and I spent the night in the motel room with the dog. For one thing, I missed the dog. Rusty, I am call him the dog. His name is Rusty. I missed Rusty. I wanted to spend time with him anyway. And I was able to I mean Dave was willing to, you know, take him until I could uh get up there. So one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my whole fucking life was to make the two hour drive up to the desert from Orange County and leave my my rusty up here. And I'm not saying that you know it's a bad place to leave him or anything, but I had to leave, and he knew, he knew Dave. Dave had been coming over to our house, and, uh, uh, well, when I lived up here in the high desert before, for like, for 15 years, Dave had been coming over to the house for like, you know, six or seven years, so Rusty knew Dave, and it wasn't like he didn't know who this guy was or anything. But, uh, I didn't want to leave it, okay? And, uh, it was a really hard thing for me to do. And I had a, a little breakdown, I guess you could say, because so much had happened so quickly. First I find out that, you know, Rusty and the birds have been outside for almost two weeks. And I've been told specifically that they could stay in the house and everything would be fine. And suddenly everything wasn't fine. Everything was total shit. So, first I find out about that. And then I have to pick the bird somewhere. And then I have to run a motel room for the dog just so I can spend the night with them one night. Rusty, the dog. And then drive him up. To the high desert so he could have some place to stay because they allow their dog inside. They have another dog, a gold lab, yellow lab. And uh, it was it was not not a good week for me. It was probably the worst week I'd had since two thousand four when this whole thing broke for the first time. But, you know, and then, of course, I had to, you know, call Dave every day and check, make sure Rusty was all right. And he assured me that he was, but I know that uh, Rusty is not really good around kids, and they have two children, and he doesn't like strangers, and doesn't like strange children. Not that his kids were strange, but he didn't know them. You know what I mean? Plus, he had people coming over all the time to do podcasts, so I was just worried sick. <clears throat> and my uh, mother didn't make things any better for me while I was trying to figure out what to do. So I finally just said, Look, you know, I gotta go. 
and she was haranguing me about money anyway, paying her back and paying her rent and buying food and everything else. So it was just time to go. So I did. I went, and uh, but by the time I got here, I was already in such a a foul, despicable mess emotionally that uh, I'm surprised I lasted as long as I did without <clears throat> uh, breaking down or blowing up or whatever. However, you know, now I have resting in the birds here. And, uh, anyway, I, I've got to uh, work on my, my own shit here for a little while. So, again, I, I regret that I have to leave you with nothing but dead air, perhaps, for the next millennia or whatever. But, again, I, I thank you, one and all, for your patience and your listening. So, I want everyone to take care out there because it's a vicious, vicious, miserable fucking world most of the time, and perhaps someday soon I may be haranguing you again, you never know, but for the time being I'm going to say my final good night to everyone, and wish you all well, alright, thanks again, and good night. And now to continue our final shows, we are going with Don't Get Us Started number 22. So long, farewell, Avita Zane, good night. This is it, the, fina- the final episode of Don't Get Us Started. After a nice seven-month run, Sadie and Lacey decide to wrap things up as they talk a little about everything. Hi, everybody. Welcome. I am S. Sadie Burbank. And I am Lacey Montoya. Welcome to Don't, Don't Get Us started. started. And that's the last time you're going to hear that. For a little while. For a little while. Well, maybe, maybe even forever, because we'll come back with a different title. We've decided that Don't Get Us Started has run its course. This is, I believe, our 21st episode. I think so. I think so. I'm not either. I'm not either. David does that uh, for us, and he's in the other room right now taking care of the baby. So maybe it's the 21st. If not, oh well. Anyhow. Um, counting. We decided the other day, we were talking about it, and we think we've sort of run out of wall. stuff to talk about, to be really yeah. frank. We've hit and, a brick wall. Yeah, a brick wall would be good. And rather than beat our heads up against it, we decided that... Um, to stop, regroup. Yeah, and see if we can't think of something else that uh, would be a more appealing format and more interesting to the two of us. Right. It's not that we care that much about what the listeners think. No, that's not true. We do care. Definitely. We do. We really do. Although but, you guys never emailed yeah, us. Yeah, so we don't know whether you love us or hate us. Uh, but With that's no okay. no notes is a good note, I guess. Well, no news is good news. Yes, Is what go. they say. But, uh, Who knows? Uh, <clears throat> I don't know how far one can carry that. In any case, um, so tonight's going to be the last uh, show, and and we we don't even know what we're going to talk about tonight either. So um, long, farewell. so it may be a, yeah, maybe a very short show actually. I wonder, can we do that? Can we put up a short show? I don't know. I don't know either. 
I know we can't go over. But no, we I can't don't, go over. I don't know if we can go. Yeah, we can just fill it up with the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they'll stop and listen to all the commercials afterwards. I don't think so. So let's see. What can we talk about? We can talk about the Olympics are on. You can talk about that because I haven't watched them. Oh, well, I don't want to do all the talking. <laughs> uh, we could talk about the gym again, but we've already done that so much. We had no, a good day at the gym a good today. Workout. It was a very good workout. We're still doing 20 minutes on the treadmill, but Lacey actually did 25 today. She's doing better than I. I would have done 25 today, too, but I couldn't get to a machine fast enough. So no. They were, it seems that Wednesday's a busy gym day. Yes, I don't know. I don't know if it's. Today. I don't know if that is typical of all gyms or yeah. just that gym. But well, the guy at the front desk was saying people usually Mondays are dead. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, he was saying it was busy. I don't know. I don't remember I now. don't know. I wasn't honestly paying that close of attention. In any case, it was uh, busy and the treadmills were busy. There are only uh, five right. or six of them that actually work anyway. Right. There's always two or three of them that are down. But um, anyhow, so when I finally did get to one. I was um, already ahead of you. Yeah, you were already five minutes ahead of me. So you had your 25 minutes and I had 20 and then we decided that next week we'll just go ahead and go to 25 minutes mm -hmm. and then pretty soon we'll be at 30 and then we should start seeing some improvements in our bodies by then don't you think i mean honest to god if 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 we can do 30 minutes for 3 days a week and it doesn't mean and it doesn't do anything then what the then what hell? the fuck are we doing it for right uh, anyway. I can tell a difference. My legs are starting to tone up. Well, my blue jeans are fitting me better yes, too. I forgot. Me. I me I remember I mentioned that to you the other day. I put them on and I went, "Oh, that's interesting." And that's fun. It's it's makes you feel good when yeah. Well, it sure fit. makes you feel shitty when they don't fit as well. Yeah, but it yeah. makes you feel awesome when they do. Yeah, was, you do the happy dance. I was very surprised because usually I kind of have to suck it in and pull them up, and this time I just pulled them up. Yeah, no, that was no me with my. In. My one size jeans that I can fit into. When I first tried them on, I had to lay on the bed. Oh, to zip I know. Them and button them. I've I've done lay on the bed and zip. The, the next jeans, time yes. I put them on, I just put them on easier. So I don't wear zipper jeans anymore, though. Yeah, I you know I'm I'm in fact I I think I'm going to start um, a, gra a grassroots movement to abolish jeans with zippers in them. <laughs> uh, my problem with jeans without zippers miserable. is having an elastic band, mm -hmm. is they get too poofy in my crotch. Well, and, and lots of other places too. The, and I mean, actually, I the 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 zipper part itself kind of gets weird too. Kind mm -hmm. of poofs and buckles and whatever. Plus, they're just freaking uncomfortable, even when you're skinny. Yeah. Because I have been skinny. Yeah. More than once in my life, I have been skinny. I was actually at one time I weighed like 122 pounds. And it was so cool because people kept coming up to me going, you need to put some pounds on, girl. Aww. I was like, yeah, all right. I can do that. Yes. That's easier <sighs> than taking them off. Taking them off is a lot of work. But that was many, 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 many moons ago. Anyhow, um, I never liked uh, zippered blue jeans. They're always, they've always been uncomfortable. They never, they never go where I go. Right. When I go there. And, you know, there's, I think it was... Lee jeans used to advertise that that they bent the best the, fit. they bent when you bent and mm -hmm. crap like that. It's all bullshit. Um, so anyhow, 
the so it is something's doing some good mm -hmm. uh, whether it's the vibration machines that we well, use we've been doing or the not. vibrating machine for what about six months now let's see we started the 28th or 29th of june mm -hmm. and i only remember July, that because you guys said yeah. it so often and i remember it now um and this february, is eight months now coming on february by the time they hear this it'll mm -hmm. be well unless it's tomorrow in which case it won't be almost the time. <laughs> anyhow whenever they hear this so it'll about soon be yeah so something's supposed to be mm -hmm. doing some good. And then we've been at the, what I call the other side of the gym because we have to have two memberships from the whole body vibrations to the workout gym. Right. We've been doing right. this for three weeks. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's working for me. I'm feeling better mm -hmm. physically, mm -hmm. mentally too, I mm -hmm. think. Um, with the walking, I, you know, I'm going to be 74. In September, yes. I have to start saying that now. I so know. Get yourself get ahead. used to it. Uh, and and uh, you know, I got two artificial knees, and uh, you know I don't walk so hot. So by getting back on the treadmill and making myself walk, and I walk at the same almost the same rate that you do i was you do two, two point, i did 2.3 today and for I do most of the walk 2.5 then i go up to yeah. 2.7 and i was walking faster than that guy down at the end of the aisle yes. i noticed of course he was also like probably 10 years older than i am <laughs> but hey anyhow uh it it does it makes you mentally makes me mentally mm -hmm. feel better about myself and then i think physically i just feel better yes you know I, I don't know as I'm necessarily sleeping any better or anything like that. I, I just, can't, I can't say with sleeping. I feel stronger. I'm feeling better. I feel stronger. I'm Plus having I more self-confidence in myself. Yes. And I walk like I have better yes. confidence. I have also better balance. The other, the other night, uh, after I'd been here for something, I don't know if it was podcast or just what, but anyhow, I had some sandals on. Yes. And, um, Ernie was at work still, and I went into the kitchen from the living room, and my sandal didn't. It mm -hmm. sort of lagged behind, and but I was, you know, had that forward momentum going. Well, anyhow, my body said, "Oh, well, let's just fall down then." Uh -huh. And I said, "No, no, let's not. Uh -huh. <laughs> Falling down is not a good idea. You're not all alone. It'd be help. I've fallen and I can't get up. You know." <laughs> And it would be try to reach the phone, don't don't kneel on the knees because it hurts like hell and everything else. Anyway, so I managed to catch myself. Uh, there were a couple of pieces of furniture nearby, and that helped. But um, before, I would, would have, have possibly hurt myself a lot more preventing a fall. So I felt like, gee, that's good. My balance is better. Mm -hmm. And I, I told Ernie about it when he came home, and he said, yeah, your balance is definitely better. Yes. He can tell that I'm not wobbly, so mm -hmm. I don't walk like a weeble. You know, right. weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. Yeah, you do. know, that would be me. <laughs> I would fall down. That would be me. Anyway, so, yay, we like the gym still. Um, and... I'm getting out of it what I wanted. You know, when we first started going, mm -hmm. the lady that's our trainer, I guess she, you could call her that. She is a trainer, yes. and she measures us every now and then. Um, she, you know, she filled out this paper, like, I don't know why. You know, people feel like if you 
if you let them write stuff down about you, you'll be more committed or something. I don't know what. No. Anyhow, she, oh, you know, first what started. do you hope to get out mm -hmm. of your experience here? You know, and I just said I wanted to get stronger. I wanted to have a better sense of balance. I wanted And to you tested that shortly after we started. We were like two months into it. And then you and your husband went on your fishing trip. Yes, and I was able to climb the little mountains mm -hmm. and hills and valleys and whatnots a whole lot better. Because the last time we were there, I had to use a cane, yes. and I had to have a lot of help and all that. And I didn't this time. So I felt like a regular gazelle going up and down the hills. So that was cool. So I'm getting out of it what I want to get mm -hmm. out of it. And if I lose inches and pounds in the process, fine. And if I don't, that's okay, too, because I'm stronger, and right. I've got better balance, and I feel better. Right. So, geez, what more do you want? Yeah, I'm I mean, looking really, for, you know, I don't want to be the skinny girl. I want to be healthy. Yeah. Healthy, healthy is good. Healthy is And important. I think with Especially when you've weight, got kids mm -hmm. to take care of, you need to be healthy. Yes. And me, all I got to take care of is Ernie and he does most of that work. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's. But you're able to go on to the fishing trips now or oh, whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And keeping up at the fairs. I can, and yes, we go to the fair every year. We go to the. Excuse me, L.A. County Fair in Pomona, California. And, and in that's, Vegas. Oh, and we definitely do Vegas. We're going to be doing Vegas again soon. Yes. And We're both taking vacays at the same time, but different yeah. places. We're still, we'll both be in Nevada. But yeah, different, but different in, parts of it. Yes. I'm excited, too, because I just I went on the website of the hotel where we're staying. Uh-huh. And I found out that they have a gym there, and they have, and I looked at the picture of it, and I saw treadmills and stuff. So I told Ernie, mm -hmm. I said, I'm gonna take my shoes, and my, my gym pants, uh -huh. and when we go there, I'm gonna take, you know, it's only 20 minutes, big mm -hmm. deal, take 20 minutes out of my day, and keep up with my Routine. gym walking. Yeah, I, that's what I told my mom. I said, when I come home from your house, when we go to my mom's house, they love my cooking. Oh, yeah. So I cook for everybody, and we make goodies. And mm -hmm. I said, I'm going to be Chicken like, fried steak. Uh -huh, mm -hmm. all the num-nums. I told my mom, I said, oh, I'm going to suffer. I'm going to have to work 10 times harder when yeah. I come home from your yeah. house. And she's like, because my mom runs a storage facility. She's like, we can rock the property. Absolutely. No problem. So Absolutely. we're going to do that. Yeah, and that's a good thing to do, too, because it's... So it's the same difference as a treadmill, but yeah. I'll be out in the fresh and yeah. open instead of walking on a machine. And and you won't have to be out and hurting yourself and right. in the dusty, dirty whatever. So you'll be on a... Pay, no. A pay, it's paved, no. isn't it? No. The storage facilities no. are paved? No. Really? The reason why, excuse me, is because they get so much snow mm. when them come and plowing... Mm -hmm. it's pointless for them to do that. Huh. It's just going to mess up the cement. Plowing messes up the cement? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't live where it snows a lot, so I guess I'll take their and word for the it. And then the aisles are, you know. But right now, mm -hmm. as it stands, it's all dirt. Well, hopefully it won't rain, because then it'd be mud. Yeah. Right now, they're dealing with the melting snow. Well, don't snow. they have any... Isn't there anything paved in that town? I know it's a small town, but... Yeah, we can go over there. Don't they to... have like a grocery store parking lot or something? Yeah, but I don't work in that. <laughs> um, we can go over. They, to I know the they pond. don't have a mall. That would be holding no. for too much. Yeah. No. Well, you could walk around the grocery store. Maybe mm -hmm. people but, would go. Why are those two ladies walking uh -huh. <laughs> the store without carts? But no, <laughs> we can walk the property. It's just that much more exercise. You know, dodging mm. the potholes and dodging the rocks and. Mm. 
And then we're going to go to a place called Garnet Hill, and we're going to go look for garnets. Yeah. I'm, like, so excited for that. I hope you get some. Me I hope too. you find some. Did you look, like I told you to, did you look online to see what they look like in the raw? No, not yet. Yeah. Yeah, but we're going to. Download But a, we know what to look for when yeah. we go. Download a picture or two of them, because mm-hmm. you'll forget. Yeah, because you said that you yeah. have the rock shiner. Rock shiner. Polisher. Polisher, yes. Yeah. So I figured that was something we could do. We have a machine that, that will actually um, grind them down and polish mm-hmm. them and stuff like that. And so, yes, that'll yeah. be fun. So I'm excited. And, Hopefully we can But remember what I something. said. They're going to be tiny. They're not going to be like giganticus no. rocks. If you find any, okay, let's say you find, let's say you pick up this rock that's the size of a cantaloupe cantaloupe thank you i was trying to think of <laughs> something that was the size of the way i'm holding my hands up at the moment uh but let's say you find a chunk of of rock mm-hmm. and and it's got a garnet sitting on it uh-huh. like in it uh-huh don't take the garnet out leave it in leave it in bring it to grandma mm-hmm. <laughs> okay because uh when you find minerals mineral deposits uh-huh. frequently they'll have um gems deposits along with them and mm-hmm. and if you ever look at those things that like jewelry television or uh-huh. anywhere online they're, they're sometimes quite valuable and they're I always like nice they to look at and the rock is cut in half mm-hmm. and then you see the natural mm-hmm. formation mm-hmm. of the gem mm-hmm. being yeah. made built whatever inside of the rock i think that's now, so i actually pretty. could do that too we have ernie has a tile saw mm-hmm. and i think I think he could cut, it would depend on what uh, type of rock it mm-hmm. was, but I think he can cut rocks with it. I mean, if you can cut tiles, you should be mm-hmm. able to cut rocks, shouldn't you? I don't know. Well, I don't either, because some rock's really hard. Yeah. But anyhow. And we if could, you fuck up your blade, you can buy a new blade. Yeah, well, that's also possible. But anyway, he would know. But regardless, it, you know, anything you find like that, being home, being home. Yes. And so we're going to go with our hammers and and shovel, my, little yeah. trowel, little yeah. trowel, paintbrush, little paintbrush would be good. Okay. Uh, you can buy a bag of I don't know ten or fifteen or twenty for like two bucks at Home I have Depot. Paintbrushes in my. They sell those disposable, mm-hmm. what they call a disposable paintbrush, right. you know, and that would do the job. And then because that way you can, if you get something you in the ground, you can you can. Brush it off with the paintbrush and get an idea of how big it is because right. you could be digging away at something that's the size of a house. Oh yeah, and you don't want to go there. No, I did. Oh, I did that one time. There's this um, lake in uh, New Mexico called mm. Blue Water Lake. Oh, okay. it's a beautiful place. And with the name Blue Water, I yeah, just well, think beautiful. Yeah, and the shoreline. Uh, we used to go fishing there a lot, and part of the shoreline is comprised of, I don't even know what size, unbelievably large, we'll say, boulders, mm-hmm. okay? I mean, they're, they're so big, you, the, the, they have a parking lot built on them. Wow. I mean, you know, it's like mountain terrain. Anyhow, embedded in these boulders are fossils. Oh, how cool. And, and, you know, you sit there and you look at it and I go, I want to take this fossil home. And he goes, you can't take this fossil home. It's sitting on top of a boulder uh-huh. the size of a house, you know, or You're worse. it away. Yeah. 
Yeah, but there there's tons and tons of fossils oh, around neat. Blue Water. It's a it's really Is cool. it a man made lake? Mm. Or natural? I think it must be natural. I don't know, to be really honest with you. It's big, as I recall. It's the they they take boats mm-hmm. motorboats and stuff out on it. And so really, would it be comparable good to our silverwood? Or bigger? Oh, um, I think it's actually bigger. Oh, wow. Then it's a good yeah, size it's, lake. It is. It's a, before it's big. Yeah. We used to go camping there sometimes, too. Um, and, and I miss going fish. camping. But now I'm a weenie. Yeah. I miss it a lot. Uh, we used to do a lot. In New Mexico, when we lived in New Mexico, we used to go camping a lot. We used to go hunting and fishing and now all we do is fishing, and because of our age and the fact that we don't have, we we did have a travel trailer, mm-hmm. but we sold it because the vehicle that we used to haul it with is out of commission. Not, yeah, it's out of commission. <laughs> That's as good a way to put it as any. And and it didn't look like it was ever going to get in commission again. So we wound up selling it, uh, and we've toyed with the idea of getting a motor home. Uh, I don't know. Ernie's going on. He likes. I know. I know. He wants a motorhome, but um, the thing with a motorhome is they're so damn expensive, not just to buy, but just to to run. I mean, you know, especially with gas, the price it is. Now, do they take diesel or? There are diesel motorhomes. Yeah, Um, and. You know, as far as the upkeep goes, that's not so bad. Especially if you buy a used one in good condition, then mm-hmm. it's pretty well got most of the kinks knocked out of it and so on. But um, the thing is, is it's so much work to pack up a motorhome or a travel trailer for a trip. You got no clue. It's like moving. Well, it's like you just moving buy stuff to keep in your well you do you do in? you do that you buy you buy we things things, we, had a camper. we used to have we have a bunch of stuff in our garage now that's stuff that we had in the trailer when we had it okay you know we had a, the trailer had we had our own dishes for mm-hmm. the trailer and our silverware and everything everything right. blankets coffee pillows coffee pot the whole nine yards was stuff that we just used in the trailer. Right. So that that cut down on it considerably. Mm -hmm. But you still have to take all your clothes. You have to take all your food. You still have to take extra uh, whatnots that you wouldn't have to take if you're just going to go stay in a hotel. Right. So there's a lot of work involved. it's cheaper than renting. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. Not Not when you put gas in the car. No, it's not cheaper. Don't kid yourself. It's not cheaper. And then cheaper. you can take us with you and we can go no, down the road. No, it isn't cheaper. <laughs> no, it isn't. I like road trips. It is not cheaper. You got to remember, you're paying a monthly payment on that sucker. Right. Mm-hmm. You're paying. Depends on how much you're going to use it, though. <clears throat> if you're only going to use it once in a blue moon, don't buy one. Well, that's the whole thing. Even with him retired, mm-hmm. we would want to use it more, right. but... I'm not sure we could afford to. Right. Because when he's retired, we won't have that income. Right. So there's the rub. Right. And we only go, we go to Vegas three times or four times a year at the most. Once in a while, four times a year. Most of the time, three times a year Mm -hmm. we go. Uh, We take a a fishing trip. Once a year. To, yeah, northern or almost northern California, the High Sierras, once a year. Um, 
I think Grandpa needs to bring me some fish next time. Oh, I will happily bring them yes. to you. I don't eat the darn things. I love catching them, but I don't yeah. eat them. I don't but do he that. has to clean them for me because oh, I don't do that. He, we clean. I he want always laid him in a bag. <laughs> he always cleans his fish there, there mm-hmm. at the creek, lake, or stream, wherever we are, right? Uh, or at the cleaning station place. Yeah, back at the where we stay in the cabins. Now they do have a campground there. We could stay in, in if we had a motorhome. We could stay there, and that would be cheaper. Okay, than staying in the cabins. Where we go, okay, we go to this beautiful place up in the high Sierras called Convict Lake. Mm-hmm. And they have great cabins. You told me that when there. you guys went, there was a full refrigerator and I was shocked. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. Oh, the, the last, well, when we first started going there, okay, they were more like cabins. Right. Then, you know, grandma retired and got on uh, social security and, Grandpa started feeling a little flush, and and um, Uncle Kenny would go along with us, and so we'd get the nicer, mm-hmm. more modern cabins that they have built since we first started going okay. up there. So you upgraded, and, yeah. And these things are, Come I mean, they call home. them cabins, but oh, I don't know why. That's a because, luxurious, yeah, cabin. they are very luxurious, very. Um, they've got like. Um, the showers mm-hmm. have a steam thing they do. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. If you want to steam yourself in the shower, personally, I don't get the point, but you can do that. Right. Um, they have a, what do you call those tubs that you sit in? The jacuzzi tub? Yeah. With the bubbles the and stuff. Tub. That's fun. Mm. Getting me in and out of it, it's a real hoot for Ernie, but, uh, hey. You enjoy it while you're in it. I guess. And, um, uh, then they have, of course, the full refrigerator. Of, and a little kitchenette, right? Well, yeah, it's, it's, a, what it is, it's like a large family room mm-hmm. with a dining table and, um, a complete regular stove with ovens and a broiler and okay. microwaves okay. and, um, television sets in all the rooms. I, I mean, these things are not cabins, okay? Right. And they're not cheap, right? Either. So if we stayed in a motorhome, it'd be cheaper in the for campground. You. It would be cheaper, but the, and that's the only time I could say, you know, that it's really necessarily. But it's okay cheaper. to splurge. You're only there for a well, few days. Well, that's just it. We go for two or three days. That's all Uncle Kenny can do anyway because right. he's got cats, and and he can't take the cats. Don't travel. No. So he doesn't like to leave them alone for more than two right. or three days. So. Anyway, those are um, his fur babies. They are his fur babies. And so, but that's fun. We like doing it. We like the hiking. We like just getting up in the mountains where you can smell the trees and, and the pine and, you know, all that stuff. And I'm all horny to go camping or at least go to the mountains. Right. It's a change of scenery too with us living in the it's, desert, going to green. And, and the, and the deer, there are deer that come down into oh. the campground. Every day and night. Are they you, looking for food or they're just wandering? They, they, no, they're not looking for handout food. Mm-hmm. And they don't raid the garbage cans either, but they do forage, uh, because the cabins are built in a little forested sort of uh-huh. area. There's aspens everywhere. Oh, how beautiful. Quaking aspens, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, they're gorgeous. And it's a, uh, it's a dirt, compound with gravel on the roads and things. Are you hearing this, David? I want to (laughs) go. Oh, it's it's beautiful. You can Google it. 
Convict Lake uh -huh. Resort. Oh, my God. It's a gorgeous place. And the people are really nice. They have a store, a little store there. That um, makes it nice when the, the campground host or yeah, keepers are right. nice. They rent boats if you want to do boats mm -hmm. on the lake and everything. And Convict Lake is a gorgeous, gorgeous place. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. And it has this whole history of why it's called Convict Lake. Anyhow, um, the deer come and forage in and around the cabins. Okay. You know, so it's nothing to be cooking dinner and look out the window and there's a deer staring oh, nice. at you. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And, uh, and of course squirrels and an occasional skunk, but I, I honestly don't remember the last time I ever right. saw one there. Um, a lot of chipmunks. Yeah. Lots and lots of chipmunks as is typical of the high Sierras. There's, it's chip, chipmunk heaven. Right. Um, and they're so cute to watch. Yeah. Mom has chipmunks out all over her yard. And then at night, there are even more deer that will come. There are some that have been born and raised in that area. Mm -hmm. And so they're quite comfortable walking around cars and people mm -hmm. and things like that. I mean, you can't walk up and touch them, but you can be sitting out on your porch having a drink and, and a, one of them will walk by. Right. You know, it's like, yes, I am a deer. You're you not. You're a human. And that's the way it goes. Uh -huh. So, but at night, even more of them will come down. And then, you know, you when you walk around the campground at night, like we sometimes will do just after dinner, uh -huh. you know, you need to take Nighttime a walk. Nighttime stroll. And you always have a flashlight with you because there are no lights mm -hmm. except in the cabins and stuff. They are, of course, electrified and all that. Um, but when you're out walking, you know, your flashlight and your light will go up and you'll see some eyes. And mm -hmm. it's, it's cool. It's very, very cool. I like that area. You're with nature. The high That's Sierra, <laughs> eastern Sierra for me is, is just hard to beat. Uh, I like the Western Sierra too. It's, it's greener, mm -hmm. lots more trees, you know, the sequoias are there. The, that the sounds to me just equals beautiful. more humidity. Well, but in the mountains with the altitude, it's not all that humid. Okay. It just does get more rain. Mm -hmm. And so they, there's more, more tree and mm -hmm. you can get to the trees on the Eastern, Eastern side of the Sierra there. It's, it's more granity, rocky. Okay stuff but there are that's not to say that there aren't a lot of trees in the eastern sierra there right. are but you have to get to them right you know and so anyhow uh where they're at the other side like, it's available to you already right and this this resort uh is is in like i said a little forested i get there area. i wouldn't want to leave it's oh no you don't be dragging me with my head you don't want to leave you know now and see there's that too is a lot of work mm -hmm. okay now they have a a wonderful i i don't i want to say world renowned but i don't think it is it is a well known okay french style restaurant there you were telling me about it it's a little on the pricey side but it's very nice quite luxurious and good food good food of course they even do pizza now, which they oh. didn't used to do. And they have a bar, of course, and they do holiday things. It's cute because uh, we get emails from them all the time. And so I just happened to read one the other day when they had their Valentine thing. And uh -huh. they, the uh, town of Bishop, California, right. is about mm, 30 minutes or so drive. And they would send a limo to get you. If okay. you, let's say, lived in Bishop or anywhere around, but if you lived in Bishop, they'd send a, 
a limo down, pick you up, bring you up to the restaurant. You could drink all you wanted and it wouldn't matter. And then they'd take you back oh, home safe fun. and sound and all that. And, you know, and they that had a price for that, for that and the dinner and the drinks and things. And then they do a, uh, Christmas one and they do a New Year's one and they do all sorts of things. Plus they have, um, what do you call them? Fishing derbies. Okay. When you can go and, and. A fishing um, tournament. Well, and they stock the lake with marked fish. Okay. And then if you catch one, it's worth so much. Right. Like that. So those are kind of fun. Uh, and then sometimes they go by size and mm-hmm. weight. Whoever catches the biggest, longest, heaviest fish wins and, you know, different My things. My father had won a few trophies when we would do that, um, a Lake Skinner. Oh, where's that? It's down in Temecula, I believe. Oh, that area. My kids live down there. I should know. Um, it's by wineries. Skinner, Skinner, Skinner. We went by a lake down there, but I don't remember what its name was. It could have been Skinner. Yeah. 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 Big lake. Yes. Yeah. Cool. We used to go camping there a lot when I was yeah, a kid. Yeah, there was camping there too. Yeah. yeah. It was so fun. So if we get a chance, we'll probably, you know, mm-hmm. go back up there again. But I started to say it's a lot of work to do that, too, because when you stay in the cabins, unless you go eat in the restaurant and they don't do breakfast, mm-hmm. they do sort of lunchy dinner menu okay, um, and pizza thing. And that so means, that means if breakfast. you eat breakfast, which we do, um, I'm responsible. And so that means I got to schlep up not just the food, but they don't have the same... They don't have the griddle I have. They don't right. have the frying pan I have and the spatula that I have and all that other stuff that I think right. I cannot live without for two days. Right. You know, so I schlep all that stuff up there with me. And it's... it's We're talking lot, about it's Sadie has work. her own suitcase for her pillows. Yes, I do. Her, I, her pillows have its own suitcase. we go to Las Vegas, I have a whole regular size suitcase, giganticized uh-huh. size. How big is that? Four foot? Yeah. By two foot. It's a regular big suitcase. And I put all my bed pillows in there because I, I don't sleep laying down like everybody else does. I sleep sitting up, sort of. And so I have one of those armchair pillows and I have a couple other pillows that goes with it. And a foot pillow and a head pillow and a neck pillow. So instead of relying on the casino to give you your pillow, she just brings her own. Yeah, well they don't, they never give you enough. I don't no. care. Even if you ask them and they say, sure, you can have another pillow. And they bring you this little. Flattest one yeah, they can find. Little pissy ass thing they call a pillow. So anyway, yes, I do bring my own pillows. But I'm also that way about cooking because I like to cook, but You're I like to cook with my with your stuff. Own. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go to the trouble of making food for people that's going to turn out crappy. You know. Right. And I don't want to, I want my husband to have a nice meal. I don't want him to go, well, that's okay, honey. I, mm-hmm. I like Just black toast. Fast I like black toast uh-huh. and raw eggs. Don't worry about uh-huh. it. You know, <laughs> which he would do, but I don't want to do that. So no. I, I have to take along my stuff. And then we have, now, the good thing about that is we go through Bishop to get there. Yes. So there's two stops we make on uh-huh. the way. One is Shatt's Bakery. Uh-huh. And the other is the Meadow Farms where we get their smoked meats. Mm-hmm. They have mahogany smoked meats like bacon and sausage and ham and jerky and mm-hmm. all kinds. I should be getting 
compensated for all these commercials. I know. But we have to stop there. And either that or I have to bring my own bacon because I actually pay them to send me bacon. Oh, really? (laughs) All the time. Well, actually, they don't charge freight. Oh. They don't charge shipping and handling in California. So when I order bacon from them, I pay the same price as if you were to have it shipped as if I was standing right there. So if I have plenty to spare at mm-hmm. home, I'll just take a package. If right. not, I'll just plan on buying some there on there. the way up. And then maybe some sausage too. And mm-hmm. then of course we have to go to the bakery and we have yeah, to get some Yeah, you tell me about the bakery and, with all the nummies. Oh my God. It's such a good place to get bread. Mm-mm-mm. So then we get loaded up with the bread and the, and the bacon and the uh-huh. sausage and the, they even do ring bologna. You know what ring bologna is? No. Oh, you know what bologna is? Yes. Okay. Well, this is bologna that's only like this big around. So I'm oh, showing, it's tiny. I'm showing you a circle about the size of a golf ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's made in a ring. Uh huh. So when you get it, it's a ring of bologna. Okay. And then you just cut it and slice it. And okay. You got bologna. Uh, and it's, of course, mahogany smoked. That's really good. It's really good fried. Oh. oh, my God. Like fried bologna sandwich. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. What else do we get from them? Pretty much that's it. Oh, they do. They have kielbasa, mm-hmm. and we like that. They have a hot kielbasa that Ooh. I can't eat. Too hot? Yeah. Ernie likes it, but it's just way too damn oh. hot for me. I, like I mean, it is really, really spicy. I mean, really hot. <laughs> so I like hot food, but right. no, 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 no. This stuff make me make my mouth hurt. Breathe the fire. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, it's good. Uh, don't get me wrong. It's delicious, but it's really hot. Anyhow, uh, so we load up with as much of that as we can, and mm-hmm. then that goes up to the cabin with us. And so then, you know, then we have nice breakfast. Now, when you go, stuff. do you have parking in front of your cabin, or Actually, do you have to yeah. chug it? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, okay. no. No, no, no. No, no. We get, like, you could park right by... The little walkway that goes to the stairs, that goes to the okay. porch, that goes to your little cabin. Okay. Uh, and sometimes there's no stairs. Sometimes it's just a little walkway to your cabin. Depends on which cabin you get. Because right. they are built on, on the hills of the facility, right. you know. And so there's, you know, there would be walking uphill, downhill, or whatever. But Yeah, I didn't know if you were parking a parking lot. Then oh, went no. To... They have a parking lot. But no, everybody parks by his or her own cabin. Okay. And it's really, oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> She's ready to go now. I am ready to go. Honey, i got to call Ernie and tell him, honey, let's go to fishing. I want to go fishing. <laughs> well, I can't because we're going to Vegas the next, next time we go somewhere, it's Vegas. But Yeah, you already got plans for um, that. Yeah, it is. It's nice. And they do stock the lake. Uh, it's mostly trout fishing. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what they stock it with. And there's this one fish that's really cool that I can't remember the name of right now. It's a trout, but it's, uh, I shouldn't even talk about it because I don't know enough about it to really sound intelligent. Anyhow, it's cool to catch them if you can. And we didn't, but. It doesn't so. trout have a lot of bones? No, actually no. not. They have a spine mm-hmm. and they have oh, little bones, mind. little bones off the, off the spine that Kind of look like rib bones, I guess you could yeah. say. But they run the length of mm-hmm. 
the spine. So when bone. you clean them, you can just pull and it then, out. Yeah, when you, when you, well, okay, what you do is you, you slice them from up their middle, mm -hmm. okay, and you take out their guts. Right. And you rinse them all clean. Mm -hmm. Okay, then you flour them and fry them. Okay, then once they're cooked and you're going to eat them, you peel off the skin. Uh huh. Because you don't really eat the skin. Now, you might say, well, then why do you flour it? I don't know. Right. Because mother always did. Uh huh. You, but you don't peel them. For, you can't peel a trout before you cook it. It's not like a catfish. Right. Okay. Catfish, you almost have to peel before you cook them. Right. But, Your but, skin's a too tough. yeah, but a trout, no. Anyhow, uh, and, and why flour it if you're not going to eat the skin? Because it doesn't get on the meat. I don't know, but we always did. Flour and cornmeal mixed together. Well, there you go. You know, it's one of those things. Well, we've always done it that way. By God, we're right. not going to change now. Anyhow, um, and salt and pepper too, for that matter, <laughs> which also never gets to the, well, actually the salt does, because I will salt and pepper the inside. Uh -huh. Anyhow, so then it's on your plate and it's all fried and it's sitting there looking at you unless you chopped off the uh -huh. head. Sometimes some people can't stand to have a fish eye looking at them. No. Anyhow, you, you peel back the skin and you take your knife and you, you remove the fish meat uh -huh. from the top set of those rib bones mm -hmm. okay and you take it and just put it on the plate and sometimes depending on the age of the trout and how much you're paying attention it's possible that up by the neck there'll be a few very fine rib bones and they mm -hmm. might come along with the meat because so you sort of have we, to watch for that when we went fishing with my papa and we did the trout and we did it in the foil with the lemon and mm -hmm. all that mm -hmm. Papa would tell us to roll our fish up in a ball to see if there's any bones. And if there wasn't a bone, then we would just pull them out. Huh? I don't remember that. Pull was them out of what? The ball of fish. We would roll our, our fish meat up and the You'd bones would... squish it? Uh-huh. The bones would stick up. We were little kids. But I think it was trout. I've absolutely never heard of anything like that. I don't think you could... You mean cooked? Mm-hmm. Well, wasn't it hot? Well, he gave it to us when it was cooled off. But you got to think, we were just little kids. So he'd tell us to roll it up, and if there's any bones, then to pull the bones out of the roll up. <laughs> okay, well, you're a big girl now, so don't do that, all right? No, I don't play <laughs> with my food. I eat it. Okay, so all you have to do is just watch when you're taking the meat off the bones. Mm -hmm. Just make sure. And you can see the bones sticking mm -hmm. up as you're taking the meat off. If if any of the bones come with the fish, just take them and right. put them aside and put the fish over. Then you take the tail of the fish, mm -hmm. okay, and you begin to pull it up from the rest, the other half of the uh -huh. fish that's still lying on the plate. Right. And use your knife or fork and sort of pull the meat off as you pull mm -hmm. the bone up right. and out of that meat. And then you'll wind up with what you see in cartoons all the time with a skeleton, right. you know, with a tail and a head on it. And that's what's left of your trout. And then if you're super anti-bone like I am, I really, that's one of the things I hate most about fish is bones. Right. Um, then you, you inspect it very carefully, make sure there's no bones right. left in it. 
And if you want to squish it up at that point, and well, and not no more. Could, but I was a kid, so that was I the easiest way for Papa to tell us how to I do it. Invite, well, for one thing, I was not raised to eat something that's supposed to be hot, cold. Oh yeah. I mean to say, if you're having a, a fried trout for dinner, mm-hmm. you're going to have a nice hot fried right. trout. You're not going to wait till it gets cold so you can squish it up and look for the bone. Well, you got to be. Kids, you can't give them hot, hot food. My dad, my <laughs> mom and dad gave me trout all my life, but dad cleaned it. Right. And I trusted him. Right. He knew I didn't like bones. Right. So. Who does? Nobody does. Well, actually, Ernie doesn't seem to mind bones, but then Ernie's weird. Anyway. I out. So that's how you get the bones out of the trout, and that's how you, you clean them. And then you eat the meat with or without lemon as you prefer. You know, sprinkle some lemon on or not. Uh, some people have to have tartar sauce with their fish. Um, because they hate the taste of fish as much as I do. And so right. a little tartar sauce with it, you can almost stand it. I love to catch fish. Uh-huh. I do. And as a kid, I ate fish and I enjoyed it. I just don't enjoy it. Anymore. Your taste buds change as you I older. guess. I don't know. I just, not a fish person. There are very few fish items that I will eat. Mm-hmm. I do like fish and chips. Mm-hmm. Heck yes. Um, I do like some shellfish. I like shrimp. Mm-hmm. I like lobster. Mm-hmm. I'll eat crab. Um, I like abalone. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Uh, as far as fish itself goes, oh, I do like ahi tuna. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but I won't eat it charred and red. Right. Like the restaurants serve it. And that's not because of my taste buds. That's because I was paying attention in my microbiology class. Right. And, uh, when we got to the part about the parasites that like to live in fish uh-huh. and the part about does lemon juice really cook your fish or right. not? Uh, I was paying attention. And so I don't eat ceviche. Mm-hmm. I don't eat raw fish because I don't want to get parasites. Right. I just don't. And yes, you can. And no, citrus juice does not cook fish. It no. looks cooked. It looks. But the parasites the are acid. still just uh-huh. as happy and alive as they ever were. Mm-hmm doesn't do a damn thing to them. If you want to cook a parasite, you got to burn it. I've only had ceviche once. And freezing it doesn't hurt it either. You can take frozen it fish. Just I have done it. it I, have, I have done it. I have taken a piece of frozen um, sea bass. Mm-hmm. So I had to stop and think what fish it was. And I was looking at this. There was this thing in it. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And I took my a fork and I Picked at it and pulled it out, and this little wormy thing started crawling uh, up and out. And that had been frozen. Uh-huh. Okay, so no, that doesn't necessarily take care of it. But heat will. If you cook it, yeah. you'll kill it. And then you can eat them, and you won't even know the difference. Right. You won't know they're there, because they're, in most cases, microscopic. Right. But if you eat it raw, trust me, they'll That's find like you. like pork. You can't cook pork medium rare. Well, you can these days because they they breed pork differently than they used to. Oh. Used to be that when I was a kid growing up, you had to make damn sure the pork was cooked. Yeah, me too. Because trichinosis was a, mm-hmm. a real thing 
especially on the farm when we kids were uh growing up on the farm we were always taught you know don't shh, don't touch don't touch the raw meat and lick your fingers and right. stuff like that you know just don't you wouldn't want to anyway but don't right kids um, will be kids though yeah because of trichinosis but uh if you google the prevalence of trichinosis in the united states and i emphasize in the united right. states you will find that it is diminished greatly. Okay. Uh, and one of the reasons is because of the way pork is raised okay. for market these days. Um, and I don't know whether it's because of something that they feed it or because of the way it's bred. I just don't. I, don't know I just it's... remember reading that, that it isn't as prevalent and that you don't have to be quite as careful about you can have a little pink in a pork mm -hmm. chop, and you're not going to risk I your know, health. I'm still old school. My it's, pork chop's I know. cooked all the way through. It's I white. know. I know. I kind of do that, too. I, whenever I cook Just pork and I see now. a little pink, I go. It's and, not done yet. And Ernie goes, it's okay, honey. It's, uh, uh -huh. But my mommy said. Uh, yeah. I know. But anyway, cook it however you are comfortable with. And, and same with the fish. If you want to eat raw fish, go right ahead. Have all the ceviche you want. Right. Just just know that that just because it's in citrus juice or vinegar or anything else right. is not cooked. And yes, you can get parasites from it. I don't care what anybody tells you. Trust me on this one, folks. I really know what I'm Not talking you. about. So anyhow, that's how you fix a trout. And that's what we get mostly up right. there. Now, what we do is stick them in the freezer because mm -hmm. I told you the other day we were talking about fish and I said that uh -huh. <laughs> Ernie won't clean a fish and, and then, then eat, eat it, it for the supper, same day right? because he just he still smells the fish guts and stuff on his hands and it puts him off. So right. we usually freeze them. Mm -hmm. Now my folks when you know we used to go fishing when I was a kid my dad and I especially I when I was 11 years old I could catch a limit of trout on a fly rod faster than my dad. Yeah. I used to be really good with fly fishing. And he and I'd go out and fish in the morning before everybody got up. And we'd bring back a slew of trout. And then everybody would fix them. And that's what we'd have for breakfast. Ernie's not that way. Ernie can't do that. Right. So um, we just freeze them. Mm -hmm. Because, again, up at those luxurious cabins we were talking about, that's a full-size refrigerator with a freezer on right. top. You know, I mean, you got your ice cubes for your cocktail time. Yum. See, that's the other thing we have to schlep all the booze up. Yes. You know, because God knows you can't it's, go on a three-day trip without booze. It's cheaper to bring mm. your own than buy it anyways. Oh, there. yeah. Yeah. And they do sell it there. They sell beer anyway. I don't know. I guess they have alcohol there, too. I don't know. We've never bought it because we always schlep our own. Right. But anyhow. Um, so we freeze the, the trout. Mm -hmm. And... You know, and they have this possession law that's kind of like dope, only it's for fish. Right. You can only have so many, you know, because there are uh, uh, catch laws. Limits. Yeah, limits. Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. There's so many fish you can catch in a day. That's what your license covers. Right. So that's to keep people from going in with a net and, no, just and taking, all taking out. out tons and tons of fish and selling them on the street corner, I guess. I don't know what. Anyhow, um, so theoretically, if someone were to come and count all the trout in uh -huh. our freezer, we better have enough people 
to go around right. for the number of trout we have. That's never been a problem. We never get that many trout right. there. We've actually gotten skunked at that river, at yeah. that lake. Um, not often, but it does happen. Uh, but most of the time, we only come out of there with one or two fish. Right. I mean, truthfully. We well, just... that one last time you guys went up there, that man gave you. Yeah, that was, and that was the, the fish that I was trying to get rid talk of. Inte- <laughs> no, that I was trying to talk intelligently about. Oh, okay. Uh, that, that is a special kind of trout that they plant up there. And the guy's, it's a guy's name and it starts with an M and I can't remember anything else about it. And I would call Ernie and ask him, but it's really not important. And our nah. listeners probably don't give a shit anyway. No. But, uh, yeah, they gave us one of those, mm-hmm. uh, fish and it was a nice big size. It was probably, probably weighed close to half a pound, which doesn't sound like a lot, but for a trout, that's a pretty good sized right. fish, you know. And so, well, half a pound. No, I should say a pound. It probably weighed a pound. And, uh, I mean, we ate. I actually, I think. I cut it in half, you know, and Mm -hmm. fried half of it one time and half of it another time because it was so big. You know, that's a pretty good-sized trout for us. Most of the time we get these little uh, 9 inches or Mm -hmm. 10 inches or so, and they weigh maybe 4 or 5 ounces. I have a really good beer batter, fish batter that we have. Uh, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that with trout. No? No, you don't. I do it with... um, Trout's not a battering kind of fish. You um, don't... Catfish. Catfish, yes, but not trout. I've never known anybody to batter a trout, and I wouldn't advise it. It's, it's yeah. Papa used to wrap it up in foil, delicate. put lemon and thyme and all kinds of different. Wrap it up in the foil and stick it you on can, the barbecue. You can you can foil it and barbecue it. You can foil it and bake it. As far mm-hmm. as that goes, same difference. Um, I we just always fried it. Mm-hmm. You know, bacon grease and like I said, the flour thing. And and don't ask me why. I don't know. Right. Maybe our listeners know why. I'm sure there are lots of listeners out there who fish. And it's the, just because somebody else did it, so your I mom did it, so. and now you're doing it. Because and... every time I do it, I think of it. I think, why the hell am I flowering this fish when I'm going to tear off uh-huh. the skin, <laughs> and I'm not going to eat the skin? Maybe it does something to soften the skin? No. Or... Well, it wouldn't matter anyway. What do you care if the skin's soft or not? I mean, it's coming off. off. No, 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 it comes off very easily. Know. I don't know why. Anyhow. Um, where was I? It doesn't matter. We're talking about how, oh, how to cook fish. Yeah, don't batter it. Don't batter it. You, the, the fish that I think are better battered is the ones where you get a good sized fillet. Yes. You know, a chunk Mm -hmm. of fish. Uh, that can hold up. Yeah. Pretty well. But you'd have to have a majorly sized trout. And even then you wouldn't. Because you don't, well, you don't. You don't, as a rule, you don't prepare for cooking. You don't prepare a trout that way. Mm-hmm. Like you do if a big old chunk of, of catfish. Right. Let's say you caught a, a 30 pound cat. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're going to whack its head. You're going to whack its tail and you're going to whack fillets mm-hmm. off of it. And then you're going to have some big ass chunks of meat. Yes. That's so good. Well, and it is. It's delicious. But, um, trout doesn't work that way. Trout just it's doesn't work small that way. for it, and it's not even the right big ones, flesh. Even big ones, you don't do that. The meaty, <laughs> you just don't. It's like verboten. So, okay, that's that's me on trout. Oops, yeah, I hit the thing. Good. We can call it quits now if you want. Yeah, because I think we've run out of stuff to say about yeah. fishing. 
except I want to go. Now my tummy's grumbling, and I want to go, too. <laughs> and I'm not getting a penny for it, but once again, it's Convict Lake Resort Cabins and Campground. In, uh, in It's actually like 10 minutes or so south of Mammoth Lake. Mammoth Lake, okay. Okay, or the turnoff, anyway, to Mammoth. I mean, there's just like a little turnoff, and then you go under the little overpass and then mm-hmm. you're in the main street of Mammoth Lake. So oh. it's really close. Um, and, and a fact, in fact, a lot of people who ski Mammoth will actually stay at Convict because okay. it's less expensive and the ski resorts. And it will, and it's kind of more private mm-hmm. and relaxed. And, you know, the kids like to stay in town because they got things they do, you know, the kids do. Uh-huh. But, um, but anyhow, it's 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 a really nice place. Cannot recommend it too much. It's it's a really super place uh, to go visit. And like I said, I'm not getting a penny for it. If they knew I was uh, advertising Promoting. it, they still wouldn't pay me. No, <laughs> they'd be happy. They would say thank you. But yeah. Um. So anyhow, that's going to be it for. Don't get us started. Yes. We're we're uh, as we said, we're going to. Um, fall back and regroup we're going to see if we can come up with a format that will lend itself more to uh discussions stuff that we're both interested in that we think you're interested in as our listeners and um until that time we will just be off air off the air yeah of course all of our other podcasts are still up and going up and running and we want you to keep listening if you're a listener to our podcast. We appreciate it. And as soon as we have a new plan, we'll start advertising it on the website, mm-hmm. jazomon.com. And we will also, on uh, at least what we think, promote that it. podcast, we will promote it to let you know that, that Lacey and I are back. We're not going away forever. We're just going to stop for a while. So... If you've been a listener all this time, God bless you. Thank we're, you. We're really pleased and appreciate you. And if you uh, just started listening to us, stay tuned and we'll be yeah. back. And 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 if you are a listener and you're going, oh, but I, that's the only one I listen to. I find that hard to believe. Yes, but we never heard from you. If that's true, that you are going, oh, but I listen to them and I like them and everything. Try one of our other podcasts. Try What We Think or Seeing Red or Who's the Boss or... Mm-hmm. Gee whiz, just any of them. There's a we, list of them. We've got, we've got guys that talk about movies. We've got guys that talk about silly stuff. We've got guys that talk about sillier stuff. Uh-huh. So something in there must appeal to you. And at jazelmon.com, you can investigate all of them and find one that hopefully will appeal to you. Yes. So having said all that, we'll say thank you very much for your time. And... I am S. City Burbank. And I am Lacey Montoya. And saying, now that you've gotten us started, we're all done. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Mwah. And our final show for final uh, episodes on the network, American Fat Ass Podcast number 69, The Last Hurrah. This week, uh, Nick and Jim announced the end of the show as we congratulate Nick on his promotion at his real job. As part of the last, of this last show, we discuss why we receive shitty service, small fast food bags, Al Sharpton picketing Kid Rock concerts, and much, much more. Come join us as the party comes to an end.
All right, American Fat Ass Podcast, Nick and Jim, back with you for your weekly one-hour bullshit session. Something to discuss right off the top. We finally have a topic that we need to talk about that <laughs> we're both on the same page with, and it's right at the top. We can get right into it. Yeah, this is amazing. Tell them what the topic is, sir. This is our last show. (laughs) 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 This is it. This is the end. This is uh, uh, our swan song. Yeah. Show's over, folks. It sucks, man. I've enjoyed the show doing this. Um, I mean, fuck, I might as well tell everybody why we're doing this. This is actually my call. I, uh, I'm up for a promotion with my job and they, they're pretty strict on social media things. And while we don't break any of those social media guidelines with this show, it's not the most, let's say, appropriate show. So, yeah, I, unfortunately, I just feel like it'd be in my best interest to kind of step aside from this one, um, and let it go. It saddens me, like Jim and I were just talking about, we've done this for, God, I mean, how long has it been now? This is our, our 69th show. Yes. Now, we've skipped a couple weeks here and there. Um, shit, we, so many of the shows that we try to record just completely took shits on us, so, I mean, we've been doing this for well over a year. It's, just, it's been a lot of fucking fun. But, uh, there is a bright side to it. Jim and I have talked about it, and we are looking to start a new show that will just be, you know, possibly cleaner and not so uh, crass, if you shall. So hopefully, you know, this isn't the last you hear of us. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll definitely be back in some form or fashion. Um, we've got to work on format. It'll probably be more uh subject specific i guess you could say like one of those shows like a travel show not that we travel anywhere or anything but no. just you know giving you the idea of it. <laughs> yeah. uh yeah so yeah it'll it'll be a different show with a different name um the four of you that listen to us <laughs> on, a daily, on a weekly basis now probably won't be able to find us unless you happen to be best friends with Nick or best friends with me you won't be able to find our show <laughs> Uh, but well, yeah, there's there's it. fucking Moats out in fucking Egypt. <laughs> okay, so Egypt will know us, and that's about it. Great. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. So yeah, this is it. Um, Nick had to go and get a fucking promotion on us. <laughs> you know what sucks? Ten fucking years, man. Ten years I've been with this company, and you know I, I've gone back and forth. Like I, I was super hardcore about. You know, getting promoted when I first started out with the company. And then things changed a little bit. You know, I dealt with a lot of stuff with my older brother and whatnot. And while I would have taken a promotion, it wasn't something I was even looking for at that point. You know, I started going back to school, taking courses, and, you know, going a different direction. And now I'm kind of back into it, dealing with the loss of my brother and everything like that. Things are kind of being put aside and trying to push forward. And now I'm like, fuck. I, I want to go full force into my job, and I got to give up something I really love doing. It, it, it bums right. me out, man. Like I really, I've been stewing about it all day long. It just, it fucking sucked. It was like the worst thing ever. I actually, it's funny. I tried messaging you like six times this morning before I finally did message you because <laughs> I was like, yeah. I kept typing. I was like, maybe there's a different way out of this. Maybe, maybe I can figure something out. 
I was like, nah, there, there's no fucking way out of it. We 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 make too way too many fucking racist religious jokes and fucking mm-hmm. cock jokes and ass jokes. And I mean, yeah, just yeah. none of it's good news. So, I mean, yeah, just, I was like, fuck it. There's there's no saving this show and making it morally good. Now my wife brought up an interesting idea. What if we just change your name? Just change my name? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you don't have to change your No, you keep your name for, like, your work shit. Right. But your podcast, like, we'll change your name to, like, Nick McNulty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, see, the only problem with that is, like, so many people I work with are, like, my fucking Facebook friends, and they see I fucking yeah. post all over the place. So, Because yeah. I, I, I'll be yeah. honest, I did think about doing that, just, like, you know, maybe not changing my name, but like never bringing up the podcast again. <laughs> just like, you know, right. pretending like it's not there. But I was like, right, right, so right. many fucking people I work with are all over fucking social media with. I was like, God damn it. Right. Maybe I, you know what we should do? We should just basically tell, although we're recording this, so it's not really going to be a secret in like fucking two days, but whatever. <laughs> um, maybe I should just tell everybody I dropped the podcast and then change my name on the podcast. You know what? I'll get like one of those little auto tune boxes or something like that, and I'll just right. sit here and talk in a different voice. Yeah. Right. We could be onto something here. <laughs> that would be so. That would be awesome. So, Nick McNulty, what's going on today? <laughs> Nothing much. What's going on with you? <laughs> you know what? It may be worth a shot because that's really funny. <laughs> Yeah, so this 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 is it. This is uh, our last show. We're not going to dwell on the fact that it's our last show. We still have shit to bring out for you. So why don't we jump in? All right. Well, you know what? I, I got a little something here that I wanted to bring up. Uh, so I think it was during the last show. I was talking about going to the Kid Rock concert. Uh, yeah. Went to it. Fucking awesome. Loved every second of it. Uh, before we uh, Before we got to the concert, Everybody was talking about how uh, Al Sharpton is going after Kid Rock big time because of the Confederate flag and everything. Um, I didn't realize how much they were going after him, though. I really didn't read up on it because I was like, well, that's fucking ridiculous. Kid Rock is so far from racist, it's not even funny. I'm not even going to bother getting involved in this. But I just watched a video today of it all, and it really pissed me off because, you know, Al Sharpton's flat out calling Kid Rock a racist for flying the flag and whatnot. Meanwhile... Kid Rock has a black son that he fucking loves right. to death. He could have yeah. given this kid up years ago because his mom was a fucking flake, but his mother, the kid's mother left, and Kid Rock took him and said, you know what, this is my son. I'm going to raise him. I'm going to take care of him. And raise that yeah. kid all the way now. This kid is incredibly smart. He's graduating college. He's got a fucking kid of his own now. So that kind of irritated me. And then I found out that uh, Al Sharpton, or Al Sharpton, Sharpton, got a fucking bunch of African Americans to boycott and picket a Kid Rock show in Detroit. Fucking Detroit of all places. That, that pissed me off so much because he's done so much to try to raise that fucking state up. I mean, he, he's fucking, uh, his brewery for crying out loud. He could have opened up his brewery anywhere. He decided to open up right in Detroit. And, uh, I just called right. Detroit a state, by the way. That is fucking dawned on me. Yeah. Whatever. He he opened it up <laughs> right in the heart of Detroit to get jobs to the community, get people in there, try to you know bring money into the fucking community. 
And now they're all saying, oh, he, he shit to the fucking, he's shit to the city of Detroit. He, he's bringing it down. He's making it bad because he has a Confederate flag at some of his shows. And it just, it really pissed me off seeing that. I think as a guy from Detroit, what does he need the flag for? Like, that's, that's my first thought is, you know, he's not from the South, so why? Why because he, he embraces I, the whole southern rock roots thing. I mean, he's always down south. He, he's got houses right. down in, like, the Tennessee, uh, Tennessee area and whatnot. I mean, I believe his family right. lives down here. He's always hanging out with, like, Waylon Jennings and Hank Williams Jr. I mean, that those are his mm-hmm. people. That's where he hangs out. I mean, he, I don't even think he lives in Detroit anymore. I'm pretty sure he lives in Tennessee, if I'm not mistaken. Right, right. Well, I, and all that aside... Al Sharpton is the biggest piece of shit to the black community there is. He is. I fucking hate that guy. I mean, he keeps them down, and these people don't even realize how much that he's keeping them down. I mean, and it's just like the NAACP, and I think we brought this up earlier, early on. These people and organizations are in power just to keep the majority of their constituents down. Right. Because... As soon as they start to improve, as soon as inner cities start to get better schools, black people get better education, better jobs, they get into leadership, then what the fuck do they need an Al Sharpton for? What do they need? And, and right, they, they don't. So they're, these, the NAACP exists to keep people down so that they stay in power. And it bugs the shit out of me that nobody sees this. It's sad. They all they all just let it go. They they don't look at that. They just see somebody who gets them all riled up and into like you know riot mode. But nobody wants right. to sit back and be like, "Well, wait a minute. Why the fuck are we doing this?" Right. Yeah, it, it bothers me. Like, I'm, yeah, we talk about it all the time. So I I really don't want to go too far into it again. But it's just yeah. that fucking racism bullshit. It, it's always got to be black on white, white on black, and it's. I mean, 90% of the time, it's a black person yelling that. Yelling that it's racist. Yep. But it's like, but it's not. You, they didn't right. like you because you're an asshole. Not because you're black. You're acting like a fucking dick. That's why somebody's not liking you at the moment. I mean, why is that a problem? Right. And same thing with um, this uh, Charleston, South Carolina church. You know, people got murdered inside the church, and it's a tragic thing. It really is. But they choose to go after the Confederate flag as their modem, modicum of revenge. Right. Like that, that doesn't make sense to me. Like just because this kid had a, uh, a Confederate flag hanging, like that didn't make him go in there and shoot people. Mental illness did, you know, his history did, his upbringing did. But instead of fighting those things, you know, fighting better gun, like this kid bought a gun. Legally, but he shouldn't have. Right. Because the, because the background check system is that fucked up. Why didn't they go after that? No, they go after a flag like it's a symbol. That, that's not what killed people. Hey, you know what? You know what also irritates me about that whole thing? And I mean, it's all over fucking social media too. I mean, you, you can't go on Facebook without seeing it. But the amount of, I guess, uh, what a media attention that was brought to 
that particular horrible incident. Don't get me wrong, it's horrible. There's no doubt about it. We are not saying that's not horrible. But, I mean, then you see everything going crazy about that, but then you see, what was it, four soldiers got shot by one guy? Yeah. And, I mean, there was definitely news on it, but nowhere near like this one was. Nobody's up at arms. Nobody's freaking the fuck out going, what the hell's going on? I mean, you, you look at the second the Supreme Court ruled in favor of, you know, gay marriage. They fucking turned the, the White House into a goddamn rainbow. But right. yet, we lose four soldiers in a day because on our own soil we lose four soldiers and we're not flying the flags at half mass where there's nobody, the president isn't going on saying, you know, this is a tragedy, what's going on? I mean, right. our fucking priorities are so fucked up, man. They are. It's so crazy to sit back and see this stuff happening. I remember when we were growing up, if anything like this happened, no matter if it was one soldier or ten soldiers or one cop, ten cops, whatever, there was immediate coverage that the president was on the fucking TV that night interrupting our favorite shows so he can come on there and say, you know, how sorry he was and give a speech on it and whatnot. Now, um, unless it's something about fucking obviously gay rights or something else, you know, religious-wise or whatever, we don't fucking hear about it, like... Why isn't he stepping up to the plate and going, you know what, we lost four soldiers, all fucking flags at half-staff, I'm so fucking sorry for your family, your losses, we need to come together as a great country that we are, and, you know, stick this out. You got nothing. Right. And that, that, that really pisses me off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, you're, you're right, I mean, our priorities as a country are all fucked up. I mean, we're, we're attacking the wrong, pro- the wrong problems. You know, if you even want to call them problems. Like, I think Al Sharpton, instead of going to a kid rock concert and protesting that, he should dedicate some of his time to protesting in a city hall somewhere or, uh, you right. know, a Capitol building and get fucking books for kids. Like, my, like, my son's middle school is rated one of the best middle schools in the state. And, like, this area is one of the richest areas in the state. But his school books are 12 fucking years old. Kids can't bring them home. Like, I I haven't had to make a fucking book cover out of a paper bag yet for my kids. Because they just, they don't have books. Like, that, that's where you, that, that's where the information is. It's in a fucking book. Like, they want you to read, but they don't want to give you a book. Like, right. just give these kids fucking books. And Al Sharpton should be in the fucking Capitol buildings in every fucking state saying, hey, give these goddamn kids books. Black, white, it doesn't matter. Give them fucking books so we can read and educate and fucking get out of this fucking shit that, that we're in. But no, he's gonna go and bother fucking Chris Rock over a flag. Come on. It's it's Kid Rock, by the way. what I say? Chris Rock. <laughs> He's fucking bothering Chris Rock, too, probably, for fucking donations and shit. Whatever. It's our last fucking show. I'll fucking mess up if I want to. <laughs> I don't think we should edit anything, by the way, for our last show. Just let it all go. Yeah, right? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> It's not like we have to be good to get more fucking followers. It's our last <laughs> right. show. Fuck them. <laughs> uh, but you know what, though? You, you bring up an excellent fucking point, man. Talking about 
being there and taking care of the kids, getting fucking school books. These are the things, like you said, we should be focusing on, man. We, mm-hmm. we shouldn't be focusing on who's right or wrong when it comes to race or religion or whatever. Let's fucking move on. We, we Can't we all just agree to disagree on 90% of the fucking things and just start looking into what we can fucking agree on and get things going on? Right. We all agree that education should be a huge thing. We, we should be fucking putting more money into schools and giving the kids books. Uh, fucking taking some of the goddamn burden off parents who are having a hard enough time fucking supporting their families as it is, mm-hmm. and now you gotta go and fucking buy $3 notebooks when you can't even buy the fucking 10 cent notebooks and shit. Right. I mean, all these things, they're ridiculous. So why aren't we focusing more on that instead of this other bullshit that we're never gonna change? Right. We've, they've been fighting this shit for how many fucking years, and it's not changing. It's the same fucking fight right let it go let's right. let's fight a battle that you can actually win and make a dent into the reason why things haven't changed is because they're expecting the government to change and government just doesn't fucking change like if you want to change it doesn't have to well right but if you want to change if you want your people to change if you want your followers to change they have to fucking change like they have to invoke the change you can't go to government and say Hey, why don't you pass laws that are more, you know, equality friendly? Because it just doesn't fucking happen. Like, why don't you pass laws to give funding to lower level schools? It doesn't work that way. Like, the whole state gets a budget, and every fucking town gets a piece of that budget. What they do with that money is up to that town. Like, it's not like the state's going out and buying fucking books for Salem Middle School and North Raleigh Middle. Like, it doesn't work that way. Like, just fucking, if you want to change, you know, if if you live on a street that's fucking shitty, change the street or move the fuck out. Like, that's that's it. We don't need government to step in on every little thing that we do. No. And not for nothing, like, the government, it will never change because they don't have to, just for some effect, that we keep electing these fucking assholes who are just going to keep doing the same fucking thing over and over and over again. Right. It's a vicious fucking circle. No matter right. who you put into office, it, nothing's going to change. They're, they're going to make all these promises. They're going to say, oh, oh, everything's different. I mean, look at fucking Obama's thing. What Wasn't his, uh, his like, fucking tagline or whatever, like, uh, it's time for a change or a change is coming or some bullshit like that. Right. What changed? Nothing fucking changed. No. We're all still completely fucking miserable. Everybody's unhappy. It's all the same wars. We're all do- it, everything's the fucking same. It doesn't change. Right. Like honestly, I I want a candidate to come up and be like, you know what? I'm not gonna lie to you. I ain't changing shit. Th- th- this is the country we got here. I'm gonna try to lead it the best way I can. But honestly, shit ain't changing. You're right. still paying taxes. Gas is still gonna be high. We're still gonna be fucking fighting someone. You know, people are gonna be pissed off. But hey, I'm gonna do the best I can for you. I mean, right. that I would vote for that guy. Right. Not only would I vote for him, I wear fucking pins, I put fucking little signs out in my yard, I would fucking put bumper stickers on my car. I would support the shit out of that guy, because I'm so tired of these fucking candidates getting there going, oh, I'm going to change everything, this is going to be great, and I'm going to save you money, and I'm going to put all this here, da 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 Fuck you. Right. You're not going to do a fucking thing, man. Just right. shut the fuck up and be the puppet that you're going to be the next four years. Right. Right. Bastards. All right, fuck all this political shit. Let's get into something good. Well, I wanted to talk about your uh, 
your fast food, restaurant, whatever story. All right, all right. Um, it's not really a story. It's it's an observation. I got lunch for my wife and I at Chick Chick Fil A today. Perfectly fine. Like they didn't screw up our order, which is a fucking problem. Like everywhere else I go. But what is it with these fast food places and giving out tiny, tiny bags? I got two full meals. I got an eight-piece nugget, twelve-piece nugget meal, fries, and they put it into this bag. That, like, when I was working at McDonald's, I would serve, like, a single cheeseburger in. Like, I'd throw that in this <laughs> little tiny bag. It's like a Happy Meal bag. Like, they're putting fucking big meals, multiple meals, into this little tiny fucking bag. They handed it to me. They had to grip it by the fucking corner with their two fingers <laughs> because they couldn't fucking... You can't fold the bag down. There's fries popping out of the... T- Buy bigger fucking bags! <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking multi-billion dollar company, and this is where they decide to save money yeah. by handing out small bags. They can't, they can't give like a fucking eight by ten bag. They have to give this little, and then like they, the, the bag was so small the straws couldn't fit in. And I don't know what it is with fast food places now as well, but they fucking give you the drink with the straw. Like yes, you fuck, every time you always drop a straw. Like. You, Put the straw. Oh, I hate buy that. bigger bags so you can put the fucking straw in the bag. That's, all. That's it. You know, you know why I hate that the most, and it's such a stupid reason, but it fucking pisses me off, man. They give you the goddamn the straw with the cup, and it's on the side. So the part of the straw touching the fucking cup, all that paper now is sopping wet. Yeah. So you go to you know poke your fucking straw out by smacking against something. Yeah. Next thing you know, you got like little fucking. Shards of fucking wet wrapper all over your goddamn straw that now you have to pick off, or you're gonna get a mouthful of fucking paper while you're drinking your drink. Yep. Pisses me off every time. Yep. yep. Oh, I hate that shit. Whenever they hand me the drink with the straw, which is every single time, I grab the drink in the straw and I put so much grip on it that the fucking lid pops up and it spills. <laughs> like, because I'm afraid to drop. The, I don't want to drop the straw. Like, <laughs> so I fucking grip it. So that I know the straw is there and the fucking top comes off. Oh god, man. I'll tell you what, I, I've I've just about had it with like fucking fast food joints. First of all, I, I don't eat there often at all anymore. Right. Um but uh the other day Tina and I were fucking out and about crazy busy day, both starving, so we're like, fuck it, you know what? We need to get some real quick. We're um Oh, you know what? It was actually last Tuesday, right after we got our tattoos done. Mm-hmm. We were both fucking starving and whatnot. So on the way home, we quickly stopped by McDonald's. Yep. Um, so we're checking the place out, and uh, I, I, we mentioned this before how fucking stingy McDonald's is with barbecue sauce. That they're like charging you for it now and shit. Right. So I'm at the window, order our food, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go ahead and order barbecue sauce. So you put it on the bill, and everything's good. So I tell him I want like fucking uh, four barbecue sauces or whatever. I see it on the order. I know I'm paying for it. So I go up to the first window. I pay for it. Everything's good. I have a receipt. It says four fucking barbecue sauces on it. Roll up to the next window. Get the drinks with the fucking straw. Yeah. Put it down. Grab the fucking bag. Although, I got to tell you, this was a pretty hefty bag. You could have filled like fucking six meals in this bag. So maybe <laughs> fucking Chick-fil-A is just assholes. <laughs> so uh, we get the bag and Tina scopes it out. No barbecue sauce in it. So I was like, whatever, you know, just remind them. So uh, I tell the lady at the window, I was like, uh, excuse me, we, we didn't get our uh, four barbecue sauces. 
This bitch turns to me with an attitude and says, you don't need no sauces, you didn't get nuggets. I was like, I may not have gotten nuggets, but I ordered and paid for four fucking barbecue sauces. Can I please have my barbecue sauces? So then she, like, looks at the screen, and she, like, sighs and rolls her eyes, and she, like, grabs the sauces, like, slams in my hand, and slams them in my hand and says, there, and, like, walks off. And I was like, what the fuck? And it it stewed me. Oh, dude, like, I was steaming, man. I was like, you make it so fucking hard to get a barbecue sauce from this goddamn place. I mean, like, you're not making enough money everywhere else so you can't fucking just throw barbecue sauces? I mean, come on, man. So, I'm talking with Tina the whole time. And, like, it's irritating. So, I'm like, you know what, first of all, I'm eating something that I really don't want to fucking eat because I'm not into, like, fast food a lot right now. And then, I I really want a fucking barbecue sauce. And I pay for it ahead of time, and I'm still getting shit for it. So... The fucking, the day after, I emailed McDonald's. Good. I was, like, pissed. I, I, I fucking sent this whole email, and I told them exactly what happened about, you know, I understand, I even told them, I was like, look, I understand you guys are business. You have to, you want to charge for barbecue sauce, you want to turn a profit. I get the business aspect of it, that's fine. Which is why I specifically ordered it with my meal. I was like, again, you guys still refuse to give me fucking barbecue sauce. Then when I tell the girl behind the counter about it, she gives me a fucking attitude and tells me I don't need it because I don't need nuggets, this and that. So I get this, like, email back, and it's them apologizing, this and that. So I'm like, whatever, it's a fucking throwaway email, I don't even care. Well, (laughs) yesterday morning, I'm fucking, I'm passed out in bed, fucking just waking up, my fucking phone starts ringing. And I'm like, the fuck? And I look at the phone, and it's it's the same, like, number that my wife would use if she was calling me from her job. So I'm like, okay, I'm like, maybe it's her. So I answer it. And I hear, is this Nick? And I said, yeah, this is Nick. And it's like this really broken English, but she says, uh, hi, my name's Josie. I calling you to say sorry for barbecue sauces. So it's like clicking in my fucking head, this is the fucking bitch who gave me an attitude at the window, and they're making her call me to apologize. So I'm like, I'm fucking dead tired, wiping the fucking shit out of my eyes. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So she says, I was like, okay. And then there's like this awkward silence. And then she goes something like, well, I'm I, I sorry for barbecue sauces. I sorry. I was like, ah, okay, well, I, I appreciate that. Okay, goodbye. He <laughs> just hangs up the phone. I was like, y- you woke me up for this shit? <laughs> I mean, the least you could have been is like, you know what, come in, I'll throw you a Big Mac or something. Yeah. I will give you a gallon of fucking sauce if you think that's what's going to make you happy. But I get this throwaway email, and then I get this phone call from this fucking woman who obviously did not want to call me, who can barely speak English, why wouldn't they just have, like, the fucking store manager call me and say, you know what, we're, we're very sorry, blah, blah, blah. No, you don't put this fucking woman on the phone. It's like catching your kid fucking shoplifting and making them go back into the store and apologize for Right, it. right. I was like, this is so ridiculous. I, I, I didn't even know what to say to her. I, I really just, I wanted it all to be over. It was so fucking awkward. That's that's the weirdest resolution to a complaint I've ever Like, why? Right. Like, what purpose does that serve? 
None. Like you did no purpose at all. You didn't ask for an apology from her. Like no. I can see if in your email you said I want her to call me up and apologize for being so. Then fine. All right, you got what you asked for. But like if you're just bringing it to somebody's attention that you know you pay for things and you didn't receive them, why make the employee call? Like that's so so fucking weird. Okay. It gets better. Oh, jeez. So, yesterday, um, I go to work. Uh, Tina and I didn't fucking go grocery shopping yesterday, so I didn't have anything to bring with me to work. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm just gonna grab a sandwich at work. Not a big deal. Yeah. So, Tina calls me, and she says, uh, hey, what are you doing for dinner? And I was like, I don't know. I'm probably just gonna grab a sub from a deli or whatever. I was like, I'll look around, see what I like. Yeah. And the way she said uh, it kind of made me think that she wanted to come up and join me. I was like, do you just want to come meet me for lunch and we'll go grab something? And she goes, yeah, I can do that. So she comes up. And I was like, well, what do you feel like having? I mean, do you, do you want to go inside anywhere or whatever? Because she just got off work herself. She goes, no, I really don't feel like going inside. She's like, you know, I really don't want it, but would you mind just if we went and grabbed a burger somewhere, just something real quick and easy? I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. We can do that for you. So we go across the street to a McDonald's. Now, this is in a totally different fucking town, right? It's about 20 minutes away from where the other one is. So we go through a drive-thru, order the stuff. I order, again, four barbecue sauces. Now, I'm looking at the order on the screen. They don't charge me for the barbecue sauces. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be a fucking issue. So I go up to the window to pay for it, and... As I go to pay for it, I say to him, I was like, hey, you know, I had um, I'd ordered four barbecue sauces at the drive-thru window, but it didn't look like the, the gentleman had put it onto the order. Can, is that something I can just have put on the order now and, you know, I'll just pay for it now? I kid you not, as I say this, every single person that was in earshot of that fucking window stopped doing what they were doing, immediately turned. And, like, was looking through the window like they were nervous about something. <laughs> so, it takes fucking, like, a half a second. The the manager who is there literally fucking grabs four barbecue sauces, hands it through the window, and goes, no charge, you're okay, here you go. Very sorry, sweetheart, here you go. So, then I'm like, I'm looking at Tina, I'm like, do you fucking think they know it was us? I was like, that's so odd. I was like, do you think they emailed, like, went around to, like, all the stores, and now we're the fucking barbecue sauce people? Probably. Because it was so fucking weird how, like, everybody, like, you look in the window, there was, looked like two managers and two other employees, and they all just fucking immediately stop and, like, look through the window like, oh, shit, that's him. Oh, my God. Get him fucking barbecue sauce. Quick, 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 quick. <laughs> like, it, it fucking cracked me up so much, man. <laughs> I It was the first time in years that they were willingly just, like, Throwing barbecue sauces through the window. Right. It was so fucking funny. Well, maybe now they won't charge. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Because she she specifically she goes, no charge. Here you go. Very, very sorry. Like, it, it cracked me up, man. Yeah. I was like, it, that email had to have gone out to, like, all the, the restaurants in the area. And they, they must know now. Well, they're probably a franchise, if I had to guess. Right. And so if you complain to like corporate McDonald's and that came down to a franchise, like that's probably like really bad. Like, like they could lose their, their franchise over too many complaints. So maybe they're like, you know what? Barbecue sauce is losing your franchise over barbecue sauce. Right. Right. So they're probably like the owners are like, what the fuck are we? It's 
fucking 40 cents. Like, whatever. Just fucking give it to him. Right. Like, <laughs> well, you're the one that wanted the charge. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, Ronald McDonald is wiping his asshole with fucking $100 bills. Right. And he won't give me a barbecue sauce, right. man. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Uh, I really, I really wish I could have like fucking just taped the reaction. It, it was so beautiful. Yeah. Like it was so fucking funny just watching them all like deer in headlights. Like, oh my god, he's gonna write another email. Right. <laughs> 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 oh man. So what else you got to talk about? All right. Let's see. What else did I say I was gonna talk about? Fucking shit. Oh. Let's talk about this. I am sick and tired of all of the services that I pay good money for going to shit. <laughs> Give me an example. What are you looking at? All right. I pay good money to have Verizon Wireless as my cell phone service. The reason why I do that is because they work everywhere. Judging by your face, you didn't catch any of it. I didn't catch a fucking word of that, sir. Perfect. <laughs> it yeah. wouldn't be a fucking show if we didn't have problems. <laughs> fucking bullshit connection. Right. Tell me again what you did. <sighs> this is what I'm saying. Like, these fucking services are all going to shit. <laughs> I'll give you a better example. I pay fucking $70 a month for internet, and I can't fucking use it half the time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christ. It's, it's insane, right? Like, you get fucked over no matter what. Yeah. No matter what you do, you get fucked over. Right. And this was the, alright, this was the example I was going to bring up until a fucking internet went out. Alright. <laughs> alright. I pay good money to have Verizon Wireless cell phone service. Right? Because they work a lot of places. Like, I can go just about, are you fucking getting this? Cause you're staring at me like you're not. I was trying so hard just to go with it, but I can't you not. It's like fucking perfect. I hear you. I hear you a hundred percent. And then all you all I get is, okay, why well, pay good money for? And that's all I get. And then I once again crystal clear. I get. Are you getting this? Like, whatever you're paying good money for, I still have no fucking clue what it is. I have no idea. What you're paying money for. All right, take. Fucking three. Alright. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> this so perfectly illustrates the fucking problem I have with society right now. <laughs> Where's Al Sharpton? Right. I want this motherfucker protesting. <laughs> Alright. Alright. I pay and I have to say the same thing every single time because of the fucking energy won't come out right. I'm telling you right now, if I don't hear this time, I'm going to fucking lose my shit. Like, I, will, I won't be able to record for 15 more minutes. I'm going to fucking lose my shit. All right. I pay good money to have Verizon Wireless cell phone service. Got it. Verizon Wireless, I got okay. it. Yes. All right. The reason why I pay that much is because it works a lot of places. Just about anywhere, it 
shouldn't say works. It worked a lot of places. Now, I can't use it at home. I can barely use it out, like, driving. I can barely use it, like, in stores and shit. Where I used to be able to be fucking underground and use the phone, right? Right. Like, so I go, all right. Yes, yesterday I was showing a rental house. And I was standing outside the house, like, in the middle of fucking town by a major highway. And I couldn't use my phone. Jeez. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to the Verizon store and see what they could do. So I go in the store, and they're like, well, we could switch out your SIM card. I'm like, what the fuck is that going to do? Right? So they switch out. See, that's, that's their answer for everything. Right. So they switch out my SIM card. And uh, it's the same fucking thing, right? So I call Verizon, and I say, I can't use my phone anywhere. And they go, let's look up and see if there's an outage. Of course not, because it fucking be out for a year, because that's how long fucking service sucked. (laughs) (laughs) So they go, well, no, there's no outage, but there's been several complaints in your area about coverage. Perfect. So you guys should fucking know your phones fucking suck out here, right? So I go, all right, so what's the resolution? Well, they're saying that it's foliage. Foliage? Yeah, like the fucking (laughs) cell phone service can't go through a fucking leaf. Like, what the fuck? I used to be under fucking ground. There used to be, there used to be ten feet of fucking dirt above my head and I could use the phone. Like, now, now I can't cut through a fucking leaf. Fucking, <laughs> those fucking oak leaves. <laughs> fucking leaves are just everywhere. I'm telling you. So fucking retarded. Like, they couldn't come up with something better than foliage. That's, I, right. Like, and, and I told her, I was like, ma'am, I used to work for Verizon for several years, like seven years, and I've never used the term foliage to describe bad cell phone service. <laughs> and she goes, well, sometimes in the summers when everything's in bloom, the cell phone service doesn't work that well. I'm like, that is what? such bullshit. I was like, why don't you just, like, per, like apply for a permit to put in the tower? That's what you need. Stop blaming it on fucking nature. <laughs> like, it doesn't, like, ugh. You should be able to penetrate tree branches. With your... Tree branches. I don't know what it is. Like, like... As the G's get more, like fucking 2G and 4G and fucking 3G, 4G, like now the the G's can't get through the fucking bushes? I don't get it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's insane, man. My, uh, I never understand. Do fucking, they, these cell phone companies have towers everywhere. Yeah. Like all over the fucking country. My mom, you know, we, we both have T-Mobile. She lives in Louisiana near Houghton, which is, I don't know, I'm not even sure where the fuck it is, but it's somewhere in Louisiana. And she has zero fucking signal out there. Like, if I try to call her, nine out of ten times, you can write the fucking voicemail because she's got no fucking signal where she lives. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? And there's literally a tower down the fucking street from where she's at. Yeah. But she can't get a, a fucking a solid 4G signal to save her life. Right, right. And I and same thing with them. It's always like, oh, we'll change your SIM card. Your SIM card's probably bad. Like, how many bad SIM cards have you fucking given me? If every one you give me is bad, right? 
Like, don't you think there's another fucking issue here? Right. And Maybe I should call them up and ask them about their foliage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Excuse me, do you guys have a foliage problem? Right. <laughs> I don't... I... In a strong wind, I can piss on Raleigh. Like, that's how close I am to a major fucking city. And Durham. Like, I'm between two major cities, and I can't make a fucking call. And I told this lady, I was like, you know, if I get one bar, it's as good as having no bars. If I have two bars, it's a 50-50 shot on whether I'm doing anything. Like, and I've never seen three bars. Like, I haven't seen three bars in probably four months. And she goes, that's strange. You think? I'm paying you 250 bucks a month. What the fuck? <laughs> That's strange. Why the fuck do you think I'm calling you? If it wasn't strange, I wouldn't fucking call you. <laughs> fucking asshole. That's strange. Yeah. <laughs> fucking... You know, a tech representative 101, you're never like, boom, that's strange. Never heard of that before. <laughs> Just fucking fix the problem, asshole. Right, that's all I need. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's so fucking annoying. Uh, uh, I just, I hate that shit. Luckily, I, I've been in a decent position um, for the last few years where all my shit pretty much works the way it's supposed to. Um, although when I'm inside my house, I have to be connected to the Wi-Fi because like, I don't have a good signal inside the house. Right. I step one foot outside the house, I got fucking solid 4G the whole goddamn time. Like, my right. phone's fast as shit pretty much anywhere I go down here. But uh it always irritates me, like, when I'm in certain places. Like, it's always inside of a fucking building. Like, I, um... Where's the one place I remember always sucking? Uh Oh, when Tina and I used to go to Chili's all the time. We went to this uh, Chili's in a little town called Lighthouse Point, about five minutes from us. And... All over that area, I got fucking beautiful, strong 4G. I go inside that fucking chili, sit down at a table next to a huge fucking window, signal immediately drops down to nothing. And I'm just like, what? what is this fucking building made at kryptonite? Like, I, I don't understand why Why I walk into a fucking building and I lose signal immediately. Right, yeah. I don't know. There's that, and then there's fucking the internet, which has... <laughs> been on full display fucking today. Like, like, oh, yeah. Like, I can't win. I fucking... Alright, another thing. I just bought a van, right? I We traded in a 2010 Dodge Grand Car- Caravan for a 2009 Nissan Quest, alright? So we went a year back to get an import car. And um, when we bought the Dodge van, between down payment and trade-in, we had $7,500 going towards the new purchase, right? So okay. we're like, all right, so we're, we're cool. We're not going to be upside down or anything, you know? Like, that's that's good news. We go to trade-in the van, we're fucking up, upside down. Like, What? Yeah. We went from $7,500 under list price, which we chewed them down a little bit on list price, too, to fucking being upside down three years later. No shit. Yeah, they only gave us 6500 for the van and we owed 8000 Well, they gave us 6750 That's fucked up. Right. Like, like I put down, like, at least 30% on this fucking van. 
and I lost the whole fucking thing. That's what started this whole fucking being pissed at fucking things that I buy. (laughs) (laughs) I bought this Snickers, this fucking thing, look at this thing. You know what, you know what, fuck it. I actually, okay, that's another thing that pisses me off. Like when, you know, I don't eat a lot of fucking like junk food or candy. I, I've been a little off track recently. Like every once in a while, I get like a piece of candy or whatever. Yeah. And um, last night, like everybody I was working, everybody around me was fucking eating like uh, sour patch kids and fucking Twizzlers, and just it was driving me crazy. Like you know what, fuck it, man. Somebody said Swedish fish, and I haven't had those things in years. Like I'm gonna go grab a fucking bag of Swedish fish. Yep. I go over. I was like, shit, man. Bag costs like a dollar something. It's fantastic. I open it up. I throw one in my mouth. And it's like I'm fucking chewing on a piece of, like, silly putty or, like, a rubber band or something. Like, it's just like, I don't know if they're old or it's just shitty quality now. I remember Swedish fish you put in your mouth. They they got a little fucking chew to them, but you could fucking bite through them. Yeah. You could put a handful of them in your fucking mouth and chew through them and get them down. Sure. There was no fucking way I, I could put more than, like, one in my mouth. I'm saying, just constantly fucking chewing on this thing for like an hour and a half. Yeah. I was, I was like so pissed off. Like I'm so tired of like spending money on something that should be at least decent and tolerable, and it's just fucking dog shit. Right. You're buying it as a fucking like a snack, as a fucking reward for something, or fucking you know just to bring joy to your life. Like you just right. You just want to be happy for that. You know, five minutes that you're eating something fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> Wait a minute, you mean I could eat this and it's not a vegetable or a fucking protein? You know, I can just eat this? And it sucks. That, I'm telling you, that's why, like, Tina and I have stopped going to restaurants. There's only one restaurant we go to now. It's a place called J Marks. Mm-hmm. That fucking place is amazing. We've gone there. Oh my god, we've gone there, I want to say, like, seven or eight times in, like, the last month. And, I mean, it it's probably fucking killing us financially. Yeah. Because every time we go there, it's probably, like, $50, $60 a pop. So, I mean, we're, we're fucking drowning because it's so fucking expensive for us and everything. But the food is amazing. Every time we go there, it's fucking delicious. Yeah. And, I mean, that, that to me, is the world. I, I honestly, I don't mind spending money on something as long as I really fucking enjoy it. Yeah. Like, we're there so often now that they, like, have our own table. Like, we nice. go in there, and they bring us over to, like, a table that we always have. You know, they know pretty much what we want to eat. Um, there was this little ongoing thing where one of the managers would always come over and, like, I really wish you guys would try a different appetizer because we're always getting these avocado egg roll things. He goes, well, there's so many other things on the menu. Try something new. I, You know, it's just – it's it's phenomenal. I just – I love that place. But we stopped going to so many places because the, the quality just became really shitty. Right. Like, we stopped going to Chili's, we stopped going to Outback, stopped going to this place called Bruzy's. Like, all these places that we used to love to go, we stopped going to because they were fantastic, and then, like, slowly but surely, they just got just horrible. Like, the fucking quality of the food was disgusting. Yep. I got tired of, like, spending my money on it. Right, yeah. It's really hard to spend money now, because I I don't want to buy shit. Like, like I don't want... I don't know, like when we go out to eat, we eat at the same places because I'm afraid to try something new. Probably the same thing with you, you know? Like, with this van that I just bought, I I was like, really like, do I get it or not? Because I was like, 
We're upside down, and I mean, this van fell apart too. Like this Dodge, like we couldn't go over thirty-five going to the dealership. It just Jesus, it fell apart, and it's it's a two thousand ten, and we put a bunch of miles on it. But it's, it's it should last. It should outlast your loan for sure, you know. Right. But it didn't, and um, yeah. But not. But then it's like, well, we're definitely going to go import, like whether it's Nissan, Toyota, or or Honda. And we couldn't find the right deal, so finally this Nissan came up, and we're like, uh, I don't know, if, I don't know if I want to deal with a new car, but yeah, we did. And, uh, good choice. You'll have it for like a week before something bad happens. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, it's just, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Like you, you can sit here and say like, you know, we're being negative about these things, but there, there's nobody out there right now that has not had a similar experience with something in their life where you know they put a shit ton of money into something and then found out later on that was a piece of shit. Shit, I got a guy that um, I know he uh, he bought a brand new uh, Nexus, I think six phone. I think it was. Okay. I think that's the new one just came out. Beautiful phone. It's amazing. It runs great. Like, out of nowhere, his phone literally starts to smoke. And he, like, looks at the side of the phone. On the side of the phone, it's, like, it's all bubbling from the back. Like, it's nice. starting to bow out. The yeah. fucking battery is literally exploding in his fucking phone. Yep. So, like, he brings it back in. You know, they, they start giving him, like, a hard time about, you know, like, trying to return it and get a new phone. And it's like, well, do you expect me to keep this fucking phone that's blowing up in my fucking hand? Are you serious? Get the fuck out of here. But it's, I mean, shit, you you bought phones before. You know how expensive these goddamn phones are. Even if you get them on, like, a fucking two-year contract, you're still shelling out at least 200 bucks on it. And if you don't get on contract, you're looking at, like, you know, six to seven hundred dollars for it. Yep. Something, if I'm spending that much money, that motherfucker better work great for a couple years. Right. Right. Another, uh, example I have. A couple weeks ago, I, I was drumming upstairs in the bedroom, and my neighbors came out and complained. I might have brought it up on the show, but, you know, like, my wife was like, was, is it too loud? And the neighbor was like, it's drums in a towel hall. Like, it's all fucking assholey about it, right? So, <laughs> so I was like, all right, you know what, fine. You know what, I'll just pack up the fucking drums. I got myself an electronic drum kit. It came in, uh, I guess, Thursday. And, like, Thursday it came in. Set it all up. I played it like every day. And two days ago, Sunday, the fucking thing's like broken. Uh. I paid $400 for that shit. And it's all like, not, it's not all broken. Like I contacted the manufacturer and I said, Hey, every time I hit the snare, it makes a weird echoey sound. It doesn't sound like a snare, snare drum. I changed pads in the same thing. And they go, Well, it sounds like a pad issue. I'm like, No, it fucking doesn't. Cause I switched pads. Like, cause like you have to plug it into certain right. wires to make that sound. I was like, so I switched the wires out and it's making the same fucking sound. Sounds like a pad issue. Contact Sam Ash, which is where I bought it from. Fuck you. Like you can't even, like you can't even stand behind your product and just say, you know what? You must have got a lemon. Let's just send out a new fucking whatever part, you know? That, exactly. You know what pisses me off even more? And I understand that, you know, it's probably because they've been burned on this or whatever. But like, uh, the, these fucking headphones I got on right now, made by Skull Candy. I, I fucking, I love them. But, uh, I noticed, like, maybe a couple months ago or whatever, that every once in a while, 
one of them will go out. One of them will work right. And I, you know, I give it a little tap here or whatever, and it comes on again. It's a little crackly sometimes, but it, it'll work fine for a while. You just have to, like, tap it. So right. I was like, you know what? Maybe, maybe this is, like, a fucking known issue and whatnot. So I emailed the company, and, like, they're willing to take care of it. But I have to send these earphones to them, and then they'll send me a replacement. <clears throat> and all that will take anywhere from 8 to 10 weeks. I'm like, so wait a minute, I, I spend, you know, 60 bucks on these fucking things, and now you want me to go damn near two fucking two and a half months without them, just so you right. can send them back to me? I was like, are you fucking serious? What what sense does that make? Right. I mean, I under, like, I, I, I am totally willing. You send me out fucking headphones, I will 100% mail these ones to you. I got no problem with that. But it, it's ridiculous that, you know, they fuck over the consumer so bad. Like, yeah. I gotta, I gotta imagine that as many times as they've been fucked over by somebody who's done that same scam, we're like, okay, well, they send me out new headphones, I'm not gonna send them back the fucking old ones. It, there's no way people do that as much as regular people are who are doing it honestly. So you right. may lose co bucks here and there, I get that, but you're not you're not going fucking bankrupt by me any means. So just just fucking take care of people. If it's such a big deal, like they could do what Amazon does, which is alright, if you're gonna return like we'll take your return, we'll we'll issue your, your refund without having the item back. But if you, we don't have it back in a certain time frame, we're taking our money back. Yeah, that would be totally fine. You know, so they could do the same thing. Like, we'll mail you out this product. We just need a credit card number. If we don't receive our, your damaged product back within 30 days, then we're going to charge a card. The fuck? That would be, that would be perfect. Right. Like, that, that would 100% be perfect. That I can deal with. I, I wouldn't even mind if, like, they even, like, put a hold on a card or something like that. Cause it's not even the money that bothers me. Right. It's the fact that I gotta wait fucking like two and a half months to get my shit back. I use these things every single day at my lunch break. Yeah. Every fucking day I use these things. Right. So I mean, I don't want to be without them for fucking two months. Yeah. You should. So I be. honestly, I just, I fuck, I deal with it because I refuse to send them back in. Right. I'm just gonna right. use them until they completely don't work again. Then I'll buy a different pair. I'll right. buy whatever. I just, it really irritates me when they do that shit. It's always, oh yeah, yeah, mail them back to us and we'll do this. Like, really? Now, the the only company, I want to throw this out because they actually did fucking take care of me really well, um, Fitbit. We, uh, Tina and I had Fitbits, and uh, hers started acting up uh, really bad. Like, she would, it would say it was dead, we would charge it. Um, it would charge for, like, ten minutes and then say it was fully charged. The whole thing was fucked up. Yeah. We called Fitbit. I, I, I actually, I emailed them, sorry. I emailed Fitbit. Within a couple days, they said, okay, not a problem, um... You know, let's try a couple troubleshooting techniques to see if we can't fix it. They couldn't fix it. They said, okay, here you go. We're going to send you out a brand new one and then just dispose of the other one. I was like, really? We're not sending it back? No, nothing? Nope, not at all. They sent it out. We got it within, I think, three days, and we literally just took the old one and threw it in the fucking garbage. I was like, that's fucking customer service. Did you have to provide proof that you purchased it? Not really. Okay. Like I told them, I told them when we bought it and where we bought it from. I told them that we bought it from Best Buy on the the date which we we narrowed it down to as much as we could, and right. that was it. 
And no. that that was it. They they didn't really didn't ask me for a receipt. Nothing. I'd have to mail anything to them. I didn't even talk to anybody on the phone. They said, okay, well, here you go. And they fucking sent out a brand new fucking Fitbit. And then it, it gets even better because within like the next month, mine started acting up. It wasn't like it wasn't syncing anymore. It was just acting really fucking strange. So I emailed them back, and now I'm thinking, okay, now they're going to think this shit's a scam. They're definitely going to fucking start asking me questions. So I'm like, Tina, do you have the receipt? Can you find the receipt anywhere? Because I know they're going to ask me for it this time. Same fucking thing, man. Everything just 100% said, okay, not a problem. Here you go. We're going to send you out a brand new one. And when they send you out a brand new one, it's not like a refurbished unit. It is literally a brand new one in box, all packaged up, all the accessories, everything. Wow. I was like, that's amazing. That is fucking excellent customer service. That is. I tell you. I, I, I bought myself a Fitbit too, and we fucking joined the Y, and like, we're like reading labels and shit now, so like, it's a good thing this is our last show, cause we're not gonna be fat for too much longer. <laughs> <laughs> but another thing I wanted to bring up, real quick, cause I know we're getting close, close to an hour here, um, is, uh, Fucking food labels, all right? Food labels are pissing me off, too. And it's probably because I'm not not eating whatever I want, even though I'm not really limiting myself either. Because, I, like, I'm on, like, my fitness pal now, and it's telling me I have, okay. like, like 3,000 calories or some shit each day. It did the right? same thing for me. It was, like, fucking 3,100 calories or right. some shit. Right, yeah. So I've got a lot of calories that I can eat, and, that, like, so I don't have to change anything is basically what it's, te- what it's telling me. Um... But I'm reading labels just to see if I can, you know, stay under that, what they're telling me. Right. And, um, fucking labels are bullshit. Like, they are so fucking, they, they, I don't want to say they lie, because they're not lying about what they're putting in there. They're fucking, they're manipulating the serving size to get the numbers that they want. Exactly. And it fucking sucks. Like, I got a can of Arizona iced tea today. Uh-huh. And what, you know, it says two and a half servings, right? Three servings! Yeah, I knew it. The it's fuck? crazy. Nobody saves a can of Arizona iced tea. Nope. Every fucking time. Because I, I said the same thing, you know, fucking like, always looking at the label, seeing what it is. And seeing what, because I would always be like, oh shit, yeah, this Arizona iced tea, it's only like 150 calories. That's not bad, that's not bad at all. And then it's like, no asshole, that, that's for one serving. I'm like, yeah, one serving, one can. No. Right. There's multiple servings. Like, who the fuck breaks this up into servings? Like, right? Do, do they mean like three sips? I'm gonna down this. And I don't understand what you're talking about. Right? It's it's insane. You do you buy like a little fucking bag of like fucking Cheetos or Cheez-Its or whatever, and that's like two servings. And it's like, yeah. who the fuck is re fucking rolling up this little bag of fucking Cheetos? Get the fuck out of here. That's what Al Sharpton should be fucking protesting. Yes. Black rights. Fucking food rights, goddammit. Right. Like, they, he, somebody should be making these companies be truthful about what this, what their serving size is. Cause they're fucking, they're misleading people. They are. Like the, I love Arizona, well, I used to love, I mean now I fucking try drinking Arizona and it's so fucking sweet I can't even get it down anymore. Really? Um, yeah, it's, it's bad. Like, it shocks me how many of those fucking things I would drink a day. Yeah. And now, like, I drink one, I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck? I, it's almost to the point where I feel like they changed the recipe over a week or whatever, because it's so bad. Right. Um, but, yeah, dude, oh, my God, I was 
crushing those fucking cans. Yeah. I, I remember. <laughs> I remember I took uh, I took RJ wife, RJ's wife Nicole somewhere. I forget where we're going, but we went somewhere, and <laughs> she hops in the back of my car, and like <laughs> the whole fucking backseat floor is just loaded. With Arnold Palmer cans, like, <laughs> everywhere, man. Like, they're just fucking everywhere. And, like, she was she was fucking laughing so hard about it. Because I would literally, I, I mean, I would get to work, and I would buy one immediately. I'd buy one probably after my lunch break. I'd buy one, you know, oh, I'm just feeling a little thirsty. Instead of drinking water, I, I would just keep crushing those fucking cans. Yeah, yeah. Another one. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes I'm still a kid, so fucking, I, I have Chef Boyardee for lunch, right? So, <laughs> right? So I'm reading this can of fucking Chef Boyardee mini raviolis. There's two fucking servings in a little can. Like, come in on. In a little fucking can. Right. I have two fucking cans of that shit. Like, <laughs> that's what I was about to say. I was like, half the time, I'm cracking open two fucking cans. So right. now, supposedly, I'm eating four fucking servings. Meanwhile, right. that little can, Oh no, I got even one better. Fuck the little cans. Have you ever measured out what a bowl of cereal is supposed to look like? Yeah. <laughs> That's sad, dude. Like I bought... A normal bowl is, you know, everybody knows what a normal fucking cereal bowl is. Right. You measure out cereal and you put it in there, it barely covers the bottom of that bowl. It is yep. fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I bought like, bowls. Their bowl of cereal is like the bowl I would use for like a, a thing of ketchup for fries or something. Right, right. Yeah, the bowls, uh, my wife bought bowls that have measurements on the side. So I'm like pouring out two, two cups. Cause I'm like, fuck this one cup serving size. <laughs> right. <laughs> I pour out two cups. I'm like, uh, that's significantly less than I'm used to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, significantly. <laughs> You're looking at it like, who the fuck they saving the cereal for, man? <laughs> it's fucking giving right. some cereal. Right. Ah, uh, you know what I used to do? <laughs> I'm almost ashamed to say this, but when I when I started measuring out my cereal, there, there was a couple days where I would mash the cereal up a little bit so I could fit more in the fucking measuring <laughs> cup. <laughs> Try to really pack those fucking Cheerios in yeah, there. Yeah, right. I, I don't mind eating a half a circle. I'll eat a half a circle if it means I get a couple more Cheerios in there. <laughs> Just like fucking cramming it in there. But it was, and then like it cracked me up because the. The milk to cereal ratio is insane too. Yeah. Like I, I put the, the milk in there and the milk literally covers all the cereal. And it's like, wait a minute, so I can have all this milk but I can't have the fucking cereal? Milk's got as much sugar in it the fucking cereal does. Yeah, milk's and, oh, terrible. Was, yeah, fucking terrible for you. I was like, oh, I was so pissed though. Like I, I stopped measuring cereal, I couldn't do it anymore. And then I thought I'd get smart. I was like, you know, I won't measure it out. I'll weigh it out. I'll use the fucking, the, the grams and the ounces. Uh, maybe that'll give me more. It doesn't. No. It's pretty much the same fucking thing. It's yeah. just, uh fuck, man. Cereal, cereal always broke my heart. Like, every fucking time I do that, cereal will break my heart. No. Cereal's bad. Fucking spaghetti. I can't, I don't know what an ounce of spaghetti is. What the fuck is an ounce of spaghetti? Like, I'm not going to sit there and weigh an, an ounce. Like, that's like two right. fucking noodles. Like, <laughs> Shit. It's sad, and like you know, I, I look at I look at what these servings are, and I'm just like, there, there's no way, 
nobody in America is eating these servings unless you're like a fucking four-year-old kid. Then maybe right. you're eating those servings because, I mean, like, I, I, I do really well, you know, going like diets, like changing my lifestyle and whatnot. So, you know, your, your stomach starts to shrink up a little bit. And I look at these serving sizes, I'm like, no, I'm still fucking hungry after this. Like, they want you to do like, you know, two ounces of chicken. Right. It's like, do you know how much two ounces of fucking chicken is? It's like, like half a tender. A fucking breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, who, who the fuck is eating this? Right. I know. I don't, I, my, my poor wife, she's, she's only allowed, she's, she can eat less than 2,000 calories and still go over for, for the day. Right. That's how, yeah. like, well, she, like, she, she can't eat anything. So she's like, every day, she's like, oh, I went over my calories again. And she's doing fucking refit for two hours a day. She's, we're going to the gym more now. And like, she can't gain enough calories because like, she could be on refit for two hours and burn 150 cal, cal, calories. It's like, fuck. Like, she can't do anything. And then like, like, her, like, serving sizes are too small for her even. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And your wife's not a fucking, a big girl at all. No. You know, she's fucking, she looks actually very healthy. So, I mean, it's crazy that, like, she's in that predicament. I remember, like, Tina, it would kill me with, uh, like, counting calories and whatnot was that I would have, like, fucking 3,000 calories and Tina would be somewhere down, like, say, I don't know, 1,900 or, you know, 2,100 or whatever. Right. And, like, because we're not, like, doing two separate meals every fucking day, I would just eat what she ate. And then, you know, at the end of the day, I have, like, say, a 1,000 or 1,500 calories left over that I'm supposed to be eating. I'm like, like th- this can't be right. Right. I was like, that's ridiculous that I've got all those fucking calories left over. I was like, nah, some- something's wrong with this shit. Right. And then, shortly thereafter, I just fucking stopped counting calories, and I was just like, fuck this. This just doesn't make any sense to me. And then now another I also thing. think after, like, a-, a certain, like, weight, they're just like, well, fuck it. Let's just give them some obscene number. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Another thing, my fucking scale, right? I bought a scale like three years ago when I when we were going to do this health thing, and it right. didn't fucking work. So I we bought this scale, and the scale tells me how many calories I can have. You know, you put in your your height and your age, and how much you exercise, and then it weighs you, and then it says this is the amount of calories you can have for the day, which is right. fucking bullshit. Which I I now learned is fucking bullshit. <laughs> Because um, I weigh myself, and first of all, like one in ten tries, does it actually pick up my weight? It just spins and spins and spins, and then it fucking stops. Like it just doesn't know how fucking how much I weigh. So I have to literally like pull the scale away from the wall a little bit, put my head on the fucking wall, (laughs) (laughs) and like hold my arms out, and then it'll it'll weigh me, like. But it's fucking, it doesn't work. That's what I'm saying about products. Like, the products don't fucking work. That's another one. It doesn't fucking work. And then when it does work, it fucking weighs me at 360 one day, 349 the next day, 355 at night, and fucking 370 in the morning. Like, it's all over the map. What the fuck? And then it's telling me I can eat 4,000 calories, but the, the my fitness pal is telling me 3,000. Like, what the fuck? It, this thing's making me fucking obese. Your wife's gonna walk in. You're shoveling down fucking like double fists and slices of pizza and shit. What are you doing? 
the fucking scale is telling me I gotta eat more, man. (laughs) (laughs) Don't judge me. Yell at the scale. Right. You know what? Maybe you can have some pizza. (laughs) Right. (laughs) No, some bitch. Alright. Alright, sir. Looks like we're, you know, a minute, or a minute, an hour and eight minutes right now. I guess we'll wrap this shit up. Alright. I'm not gonna bother telling you where you can find us, (laughs) or how to interact with us. Since this is our last fucking show. No, no reviews. No, don't no. bother. I don't give a shit anymore. I don't. love just, just the solemn sound of your fucking voice. <laughs> just saying that. Don't, don't fucking tell your friends. Like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you know what will be a bitch? This will be our last show and people will finally start to listen. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> We'll be on Twitter tomorrow. They're all begging for more. It's like, where the <laughs> fuck were you six months ago, asshole? <laughs> right. <laughs> so this is it. This has been a... I don't, I don't know. I was going to end it, but fuck it. Do you have anything else to add to our I last I got show? nothing, but uh, I, I will say that it, it has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, you know, the whole fucking four people that listen to whatnot, if it, if it even was four, I want to say probably like three and a half. Um. You know, it was a lot of fun. Even though nobody listened, you know, you and I had a lot of time with it, a lot of good times, and mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to miss it, so hopefully we can get another good idea and going, and we can get back right into it, but I just, I love this fucking premise. Like, this was yeah. such a great idea, man. And I, like I said, I, I, owe you all, I owe you all the credit for it, because this was your baby you brought to me, and I said, fuck it, let's do it, yeah. and you know, it sucks that it's not going to happen anymore. Well... Maybe one day in the future you get fired or something. Like, fucking do it again. We can only <laughs> hope. <laughs> Imagine Tina's fucking reaction. Oh my god, I got fired today. But I can go back to podcasting, man! Right? <laughs> yeah, talk about getting your priorities straight, right? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> fucking Al Sharpton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, guys, this has been a good last show. We are out. And that brings us to the end of another week at Flashback Friday. Thank you very much for joining us. I am Mike Lutz. We will talk with you next week. Bye-bye.